I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What a wild weekend of football. Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had fantastic weekends. Thanks for starting your week with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Skip, I've been worried about you all night. Bang the table. How about them Cowboys? Bang the table. (sighs) No, bang the table. It was all I could do to drag myself out of bed today, to drag myself all the way in here to face you. You live two minutes away. This is your day. This is your time. I welcome your abuse. Pile on. Ridicule me. It is open season on me and my Cowboys because I got docked. You told me they were unjinxable. You said this team is unjinxable. This two years in a row you've done this. You got me. You got me. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hold on. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you trust that? <laughs> Come on, Jay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. A minus million. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. I'm going to cheat. Minus million. <laughs> we were calling in the welfare check yeah. last night. Yeah. Oh, I needed skip. one. I'm sorry. <gasps> For the second straight year, guys, mm. 49ers mm. bounce Skip's Cowboys to the playoffs. This time, a 19-12 final score. Dak threw one, two interceptions in the first half and finished with just over 200 passing yards, one touchdown. The Cowboys' last play with Ezekiel Elliott snapping the ball to Dak got shut down. Gavante Turpin immediately tackled after hauling in the short pass. Shannon, I know you could go a lot of directions here. What's the biggest reason the Cowboys lost last night? I mean, I could start with that last play, but you I won't. Could? That was some bull job. You I don't you know could? who thought of that, I but they know. didn't get rid of that play skill. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the biggest reason they lost is the inconsistency of Dak Prescott and therefore the inconsistency of the offense. We know this. We have empirical data, Skip. When the Cowboys run the football more than they throw it, the chances of them winning greatly increases. But they they threw the ball 15 more times than which they ran it yesterday. And that is a recipe for success. That is a recipe for you getting bounced. And I told you, Skip, we have a seven-year body of work, a body that's a large sample size of what Dak Prescott is. He is inconsistent. Everybody wants to just put it mildly. I'm putting it mildly. I'm I'm not going to be nice. I'm not going to be harsh yet. Okay. Okay. We saw seven straight games. The man throw a pick. Three of those games, he threw a pick six. So we're going to disregard that seven, that two-month stretch. It says, well, against uh, Tampa Bay, that's who he is. So we disregard two months to focus on one game in which he played exceptional against a very bad football team. And then when he comes out and stinks it up again against the 49ers, they say, well, what happened, Dak? The same thing that's been happening for seven years. Mm -hmm. How much do you need to see before you realize that Dak Prescott is inconsistency? Skip, I I think the thing is that they want the Cowboys to win so bad, but it's hard to overcome inconsistent play. And then once once Tony Pollard went down, I know y'all didn't have no explosive explosive plays coming out of the run game, and now you can just focus on CD. Skip, I told you y'all was gonna miss Amari. 
Remember, how many passes did Michael Gallup catch yesterday? Zero. How many passes did Michael? Michael you uh, you uh, should have had one, but I'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, your boy, oh, yes. your boy threw that way Thank behind you. him. He was Thank open. You. Thank Noah you. Brown had, I think Noah Brown had two, and then T.Y. Hilton had one. One. I told you, I said, you're going to miss Amari. No, we're not going to miss Amari. I feel good going forward. Going forward, where are you going home? Okay, but you got to give me this. CD was pretty See, pretty good yesterday. But you needed he somebody. He played pretty big. He played unbelievable. Yes. But you needed somebody to offset him because Dak started focusing in on him, and then what? that's why he got that pick. War jumped him, know that, you know what, if nothing, he's going to come back to CD. He jumps it, pops it up, and now you took points off the board, Skip. The touchdown, the, the first interception, you gave him a short field, they kick a field goal. Yeah. The second interception, you took points off the board. I'm assuming that Marv was going to make that kick. You took points off your board. They get a long drive. They get points at the end. So now you cost yourself. That's a, At bare minimum, that's a six-point swing. Yep. And that's why you lost the game, Skip. Dak needed to play mistake-free football. Jerry Jones got on his radio show. It was quoted, turnovers is not Dak's DNA. Well, guess what? I call, uh, 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 who's that? Maury Povich. Mm -hmm. And Dak, you are the father of those turnovers. Really? Yeah, yeah, you are the father of those two mm -hmm. interceptions yep. and those seven straight games with at least one interception in three of those games. And you those 15 it. interceptions <laughs> that led the league this year and, and only – 12 games. Go ahead. And he's come, he yeah. led the league in fumbles lost, yeah. and he's come in second in fumbles lost. Yeah. So turnovers is, is in his DNA, no, no. contrary to what people want to believe. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's what happens, Skip. And if you look at Dak Prescott, he was 12th in QBR, tied for 17th in big-time throws. He was 21st in um, pro football-focused offensive grades, and 11th in next-gen stats completion over the expectations. Mm. So basically, Skip, he's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Mm. I don't care if you're paying 40 million. I don't care if he plays for the Cowboys. He is what he is, mm. and he is a very average quarterback, and you have lofty expectations, and with expectation, and because you had such, and a lot of people had such high expectations, that's why it hurt so much. Nobody is, 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 is upset that the Raiders and nobody's carrying on like this one bad, but you had such high expectations. This is a Super Bowl team, but you're inconsistent. Mm. So... It's my time to gloat. I don't want to gloat too bad because I know it's tough on you. It's rough on you because you put a lot in this one. This one felt different. I mean, your attitude, the way you was coming out here week after week, this one felt different, Skip. It's not like the ones past your rookie year and a couple of years later and it even last not. year. This one felt different to you. I can tell. <sighs> Unfortunately, it is now my turn. This was different to me. I didn't see this one coming. And it ripped my cowboy-loving heart out, and it crushed my cowboy-loving soul. I should have listened to you all year very long, but I just can't help myself when it comes to this team. You cannot. This isn't America's team for me. This is America's tease <laughs> led by Captain Tease. Rain Dakota Prescott, and we should respell his first name R A I N because he reigns on my parade again and again and again. In the biggest of moments. And I told you Friday, my first 34 years as a Cowboy fan, they played in 49 playoff games, which was 18 more than any other team over those <laughs> those 34 years. Yes. Eight Super Bowls and five Lombardies, and I can go on and on and on. I was spoiled rotten, and I keep reaching back to the glorious past, and I, I stick my hand in there, and it gets bitten off. Every time I reach back for it, it gets bitten off. Stop it off. It has now been 28 years mm. since we even got to an NFC championship year, uh, a game. game. That's 28 
years and counting because I, I don't see us getting there next year. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. In those last 27 years, we are now 5-12 and 12 in the postseason. That is the worst playoff winning percentage of any team in the whole NFL, and it only got worse yesterday. I did want this game worse than any I've ever wanted in my cowboy-loving life because I told you all year it, they kept flashing their firepower, but then I should have listened to you because what happened at the end, they took their foot off the gas, and all of a sudden Tennessee happened, and then Washington happened, that debacle that ended the year, yeah. and it's just they were screaming at you, no, 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 and I said, yes, and then they go to Tampa and they take advantage of a defense that was average at best all year, and it can't rush the passer. No. And Dak stood back there and threw the biggest party in a place that he loves to play because the last time he played down there, he threw for 403 yards. So in that game at Brady against the GOAT, he had a QBR of 97 just last Monday night. That's on a scale of 0 to 100. 97 QBR turned in yesterday to – 37? What's that? What was it, 37? Lower than that? Terrible. No, it was like a 52, but I thought it it was overgraded. Yeah. But for me, personally, the 97 turned into my all-time favorite one-hit wonder from the 60s called 96 Tears. So it went from (laughs) 97 QBR to 96 Tears, a song by Question Mark and the Mysterians. That's who my team is. It's Question Mark and the Mysterians because the Question Mark is Rain Dakota Prescott. Ain't no question mark. Skip, you got seven-year sample size. Just when I thought he had turned the corner, he took me right down a dead-end street. Am I right? He took you down memory lane. Okay, memory. Well, it wasn't memory. And yet, I told you before the year, I should have listened to myself. I said, my team, this team, will go as far as Micah and the Marauders take this team. Did I not tell you you that? that? And the truth was, it took them pretty far yesterday because my defense gave us a chance yesterday. Were we not kept in the game by my defense? You were, but what did I tell you, Skip? Even an outstanding defense can't overcome bad quarterback play. It cannot. So I predicted that we would hold them to 20 points, and guess what? We held them to 19. Shouldn't that be good enough to win a game? Yes. A playoff game on the road against the vaunted 49ers with the last pick in the draft playing quarterback? Come on. I thought we could score 30 against them, silly me. And we got a grand total of 12. Yeah, I know you were going to 12. We got 12. I, I, I reached back into the past for 30 to 20, which was the breakthrough score of the yeah. 1992 right. NFC Championship game yes. that, that vaulted us into the Super Bowl and over the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so we had so many opportunities. We had so many f- failures to launch. And it, it was just so typically extremely cowboys and here we go let's just let let me count the ways that that i got dacked yesterday okay it it starts off and i I just this this one shocked me of all the turnovers the whole day this is third and nine at our 21 yard line and i have no idea what he's doing he throws it to lenore lenore ran the route for him and i'm like but you can't be late on that uh, well it's it's not it's just such a bad idea It's just a bad idea. You can't do this. Deep in your territory on third and nine, thank you very much. You give them a short field, and what happened to my, my defense rose and shone and said, no, we will take you off the hook. We will minimize the damage, and they held them to three points. And I thought, okay, right. I'll take that. And yet, here we go again. 
Now we get to the turning point of the game. If you want to know the truth, this is 136 left in the half. And here's the Tony Pollard play. And it was like the Mahomes play, except it was worse. Yeah. Because his leg got broken by this. We I, see this all the time. but I, that's how I, I ended up doing my hand, ankle sprain, kind of like that. The guy drops all his all, weight down. All, right on your ankle. And yet his fibula cracked. So, yeah. so now he's a free agent. God bless him. No, I, I think Jerry yeah. do right by him. I think Jerry do right by him, Skip. Because you get, what you going to do? If you let him go, what you going to do with Zeke? You going to bring Zeke? I think we saw the end of Zeke, plow horse Zeke yesterday, because what do you get, 2.6 a try? 10 for 26. Okay, it's just not good enough. And what happens the very next play? We're all the way down, now it's second and two at the 18-yard line. Well, well, this is points now. Yes. We got points. Yes. And, and the very next play, what does Dak do? It's insult to injury. Insult to injury because – but Jimmy Ward's just sitting there. It's zone, right. and I don't know what he's reading. Right. I don't know what he's reading, but two people could have picked this football off, and Warner did, right? Yep. Okay, because you're forcing a ball into CD, and you're not reading it. You're not seeing it. And now you've you've left three or seven points on the table. Right. Well, it's, it, you, you, yeah. it's going to be a close game. You can't do that. Yep. Okay, now we here, here we go in the third quarter, and we finally get a turnover, but it wasn't our defense which led the league in turnovers. Right. It was our special, special teams. teams. Yes. And guess who? Boss man fat yep. finally made a play. Kelvin yep. Joseph, way yeah. to go, young man. You finally did something right because we forced a fumble from Ray Ray. We could see this here. He stripped him from behind, and all of a sudden we get the ball clear down on the 20-yard 20. 20 line, 21-yard line. Mm -hmm. And here we go. No, 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 here we went. Because it turns into third and seven at the seven-yard line. This is the play where your quarterback, without Tony Pollard, just has to make one throw. Because this is the game. This, yes. this is you. You got to make a play. And he panics and gets desperate and tries to just fling it. If we could see the play to the sideline to Zeke, like a little yeah, safety right. valve. Like what are you? What are you doing? Oh yeah, was this the one over the oh, middle? Yeah, this that should have been yeah. picked. That should have yeah, been picked. That, that could have been. You can't. You, normally, you pop a ball up like that it. in the middle of the field, Skip. That's he going another way. Too hard and behind him, and it's going nowhere. Right. And we left more points on the table. Yeah. Okay. So now I got to show you these two plays because they just rip my guts out. Okay. So we get pinned back first and ten at our nine yard line, and CD. Beats. I, I don't know who it was over there. It may have been the the same, may have been Lenore, okay. but but it, it's yeah, it up was. the left sideline. Yeah. If we could see the deep throw, Th this is six. If you let this go on time and with with uh, with enough on it, but he has to stop and come right. back for it. He made a, a sensational catch and got interfered with. But Shannon, if you get this ball up, oh, I'm talking. Up. If you get it there, right. if you hit him in stride over his shoulder. He might still be running with that. Mm -hmm. And this is a one-score game where you've got to make one of those plays mm -hmm. and you don't get him the football, and it's just not good enough. Okay, and then we got another CD throw later on the same drive. He, he goes down the middle and gets Warner running with him, straight down right. the middle of the football field. Yeah. And, and this is two. not the, the coverage that they would want. And Dak just doesn't get the ball up over the shoulder. Yeah. Like, this is another one. If you throw it where he can go to get it. To the end it, zone. Yeah, if you throw it to the end zone, can 88 outrun 54? I think so. To. I think so. Even though Fred Warner is a sensational athlete. He's and, and he can move. And, and He was unbelievable yeah, again yesterday. He, he was unbelievable. He's all pro. He's first team all pro. It's, it's for, for a reason. reason. For a reason. Okay, I got that. 
Okay, so then they get the deep throw to Kittle, and it was the play of the game, and he juggles it and makes the catch. And the kid made a nice throw because he rolls way to his left, and they said it wasn't even – it was like the fourth read in the progression. He throws it over the middle, and Kittle bobbles it and and finally catches it. But now we get to another play on the same drive. They're about to go in for the the takeover touchdown, okay? It's still 9-9 to going toward the fourth quarter. And – the kid throws a ball. Brock Purdy throws a ball that gets tipped by Anthony Barr. And if we could see who it hits in the hands, my guy, it hits him in the hands. Stephon Diggs. It, it I mean, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. It hits him right in the hands. Now, again, it got it got redirected so you're not quite ready for yes. it. Right? Yes. I, I got it. But but he is my ball hawk, mm-hmm. right? He, he is instant access to the football because that's what he does because he played receiver in high school and wanted to be a receiver at Alabama until they moved into corner. Mm-hmm. It hits him, Shannon, right in the hands. Yes. Well, I, I know it came fast. It I know it's fast. a think fast. Would, would okay, I got it. it. But, quick. but if you hold on, yes. if you can just snatch it and grab it yeah. and, and cling to it, you, you take, take away. You take their points away because they're about to. Chris McCaffrey's about to go in for for the touchdown that gives them a sixteen to nine lead. Okay, so now I got one more shot. Who's my? Who's left on the field for me as a game breaker? Or somewhat CD, but. Little Turpin, the USFL MVP, is he not a game-breaker? Did he not show you? Did he not flash for you all year and yesterday? Okay, this is a 44-yard return. This has got to be a house call. You have to take this home. And guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? You can't do that. You have to juke him. you got to make him miss in the open field. Robbie Gold made the tackle, and he kind of like just body tackled him. He kind of like hit him with his back, yeah, right. you know? Like, how can Turpin not, you yeah. know, you, you got to turpentine him. The thing is, Skip, is that we not on the, and I played three years on this, yeah. you never block the kicker. No. Because you, you like to think my returner is a better athlete than the kicker. So we're going to count for everybody else if yeah. you one-on-one because you're the runner, you're the blocker for okay. the kicker, okay. which means you got to juke him. Okay. But if he escapes and is gone and he can outrun all the rest of them. Yeah. Well, it's 16 to 16. Right. Unless you go for two right at that point. I don't know. I don't think you go okay. for two in that situation. Right. I okay. think you go trust Maher. Brett Maher, I, I, I told you going into the game, I didn't trust him on extra points, but he hadn't missed a field goal. And so yesterday he felt comfort. You can see he had no demons on the field goal because he hit him right down the middle. Right. Okay. So that, that's a huge play. And then I got to show you one last one because it just ripped what's left of my heart out. This is 2.56 left in the game, and we alluded to it earlier. This is second and 10 at the 18, and impossibly, inexplicably, Michael Gallup gets deep, and Dak is under some rush, but he throws it completely behind him over nah, the wrong shoulder. You got to make that throw, Skip. I mean, this is it's because you only and get, as the game increases, yeah, Skip, you only get so many chances to okay, make a play. Okay, listen, Michael Gallup is a long strider, but yes. he can run when he gets unwound, right. when he gets unfolded. Right. Well, he was unfolded there, and if you throw it up for him, if if you lay it out where he can run to it, he might still be running. Seriously. But at least at least you get a completion. You didn't even give him a completion. You didn't even get a completion. So, okay. so let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, he catches the ball, the safety's coming into play, the safety tackles it. Okay. okay, you give you that. But you look where look where you are in reference to where you ended up being. God. So I just showed you how Dak gave them three points to start on the first interception. He he cost the team three or seven points right. on the second interception. So start adding up these points, if you will. Then he missed CD down the middle. That could have been three or seven right. points. 
Then he misses Gallup late. That could have been three or seven points. These are throws where if you just make one of them, yeah. maybe we're having a different conversation Problem here. Result. Okay. And then Diggs drops the ball, and it, it gave them seven points. It could have eliminated seven. Right. And w- w- I, I had so many chances where I'm just on the edge of my chair. I just need one. I just need one play because, in general, my defense did get tired at the end because they gave up a 91-yard drive, and then they gave up a 64-yard field goal drive. But you, you can't blame them for getting tired because they're, it's an onslaught. Right. Kyle's offense is just loaded with weapons everywhere. And when I look at the, what, what we held them to, it, it, isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to 10 rushes for 35 yards? Yep. Isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to six catches for 22 yards? Yep. I mean, that'll win the football game, right? How about Debo? Did he kill us like he did in the playoff game a year ago? Nope. No, he, he rushed four times for 11 yards. Debo caught four balls for 45 yards, and they didn't hurt. It's enough where the the defense just stood strong and stood tall. I needed Micah to make a play. They didn't take the ball away one time except for the special teams. Mm -hmm. Micah had no sacks and one hit on the quarterback, and that's probably not enough. I needed him to disrupt but he's going up against the best left tackle in football. Well, Skip, I think the thing for you guys is that you're a hope team. You hope Dak plays well. Yep. You hope he doesn't turn the football over. And you hope your defense stand on your head, yep. on his head. And I don't know if that's a consistent way to win football games, yep. let alone play championship brand of football. Yep. You can't hope. Skip, I don't think Cincinnati goes into the game saying, I hope Joe Burrow plays well. Kansas City doesn't go into a game saying, man, I hope Patrick Mahomes play well. They just know they are. You go into every game saying, man, I hope Dak plays well, and I hope he doesn't turn the ball over. And what did he do? He did something what he had done for two months, didn't do it for one game, and then everybody said, well, that's who Dak is. He doesn't turn the ball over. So are we just going to disregard the two months in which he had a turnover in every single game? No, we're not. You were correct. I was dead wrong. Last point. (sighs) Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush. But I got to tell you, (laughs) Cooper Rush would have won that game yesterday. Because Cooper Rush is exactly what I needed yesterday. I needed a quarterback who could handle the offense and make just a couple of big throws at the perfect time, just the way he clutched up against Cincinnati and up at the Giants on Monday Night Football. I just needed a couple of throws. He has a little better command to efficiently and consistently run the offense than Dak. I'm not saying he's better because Dak will go on flashes during the year where you say, oh, that's a top two or three offense, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's a t- edge of the top ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't make that case on Cooper Rush, but you watch. Somebody's going to pay Cooper Rush and make him their starting quarterback. He will not be a Dallas Cowboy, and unfortunately going forward, Dak Prescott will be. Wow. Whew. Whew. Bold prediction, Skip. We will see. Jerry Jones did call this loss sickening multiple times. Mm. So much to unpack with this game. We're going to get to more on this one later in the show. But we got to talk about all of the other football games that unfolded this weekend as well. Joe Burrow, gentlemen, do you think he looked like the best quarterback in the business this weekend? Plus... How did Patrick Mahomes look on that ankle? Uh, uh, uh. All that and more coming up when Undisputed returns. But before we go, there was some uh, interesting events unfolding at the Lakers game Friday. Shannon, I want to turn the floor over to you. I know there's something you want to say. Yes, thanks, Jen. Um, As you probably have heard or have seen Friday night um, at the Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. 
Um, you know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up. And I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as, a, as someone that was at the game, not someone that let his emotions run high and get out of hand during the game. I want to apologize to the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies uh, organization and fans, I am sorry. More specifically, I want to apologize to Dylan Brooks. He is a fierce competitor, and seeing him up close, I get a sense of why he is what he is and how he's wired the way he's wired. Bruh, I apologize. I wish you the best of luck the, uh, the rest of the season and continued success. Ja, it was a privilege and an honor to watch you up close and personal. Skip and I talk about you a lot of times, but to see what you do, the way you're able to elevate, lead the floor, contort your body, and finish at the rim is, is, is unbelievable and, and extremely impressive. And I want to apologize to you. I also want to apologize to my stylist, Hollywood. Bro, you had an impeccable record before you took me on as a client. And I want to apologize for my behavior because you were in attendance. And if I caused any smudge on your resume, I'm deeply sorry for that. I also want to apologize to LeBron James because y'all know how I feel about him. And he supported me through thick and thin. And bro, I'm sorry that I put you in this situation, that you had to support me in something like this. So I want to apologize to you. I want to apologize to my family. I want to apologize to my brother, my sister, my mom, my kids, and my grandson. Because one day you're going to be old enough and you're going to see what transpired in that arena. But I also hope you get an opportunity to see this, this apology that I'm giving. Because I was wrong. And I'm never going to be too big to say I'm sorry. I'm never going to be too big to say that I was wrong. And in that situation, I was absolutely wrong. And last but not least, I want to apologize to you, Turbo. You've been great to me. I appreciate everything that you've done over the last eight, nine months. I want to say I'm sorry. Again, to my Fox family, FS1, guys, I'm sorry for any unwanted attention that I brought your way. And I, ha I hate that you have to answer. No one should have to trend because of something that I did. So I want to apologize to anybody at Fox or FS1 that's had to answer questions on my behalf. What happened to Shannon? Why was Shannon doing this? I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm not perfect. I am not. And I'm never going to say that wasn't Shannon Sharp because that was me. That was just me getting out of character. And I'm sorry for all those that saw my action and took offense to my actions. I am sorry. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Joe Burrow and the Bengals back in the AFC title game after demolishing the Bills 27-10 in Buffalo yesterday. Look at this snow, y'all. Crazy. Burrow had 242 passing yards and a pair of touchdowns in the win. Josh Allen finished with 265 passing yards, zero touchdowns, plus an interception. Shannon, what do you think? Yesterday, more about what Joe Cool did or what Josh Allen didn't do? No, this is all about Joe Burrow. He's sensational, Skip. <laughs> the guy's on his, in his second postseason, um, I think it's six games now, Skip. And he's already, already the franchise leader in passing postseason yards. Ken Anderson played, I think, like 13, 14 years there. Boomer Sison played another 10, 12, 13 years there. And Ken Anderson got him to that yeah, Super, got him to Bowl Super Bowl against, against the, the 49ers Montana. in Detroit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here, this kid in his third year, in his second year in the postseason, mm-hmm. and he's already the all-time franchise leader. Skip, they dominated from the word go. They kicked the ball off, and they got the ball and went right down the field. And when a team does that to you in your building in the playoff, it puts you on notice. You're like, uh-oh. They for real. What did we talk about on Friday? You, you said you're mystified by this new trend of, yeah, wait, first, you win the toss yeah, and you yeah. say, oh, we'll give you the right. ball. I, yeah, Skip, if you got the 85 Bears, you got the you got the uh, Ravens defense, yeah. Okay, I, I got gonna, it. I'm going to let them set the tone. But if you've got John Elway, what do you do? We take the ball. We want the football. You got Joe Burrow, take the football. Yeah. And they took the football and they went right down the field and the Buffalo knew they were in trouble. <laughs> because guess what? They, got the, they stopped Buffalo and they went right back down the field and they got another 14. And they said, we're really in trouble. And I never got the sense, even at 17-10, that Buffalo really had a chance to win this game. Because Cincinnati dominated from the word go. In all three phases of the game. Joe Burrow was sensational, and when mm-hmm. you can run the ball, they got 34 rushes, 172 yards, and that element, which slowed Buffalo's rush down. They're not, that's why they signed Von Miller. They don't really have one guy that can consistently go get the quarterback. That's why you give Von Miller, an, a, a, an older veteran, the kind of money, because he was the guy that could consistently do that. And when he went down, yeah, you have guys, and, and Leslie Frazier can get exotic with a scheme, but at the end of the day, Skip, I need one guy to go whip that guy's ass and go put the quarterback on the ground. And they didn't have that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Joe Burrow and Higgins, and even though Higgins didn't have a great game, it was basically Chase and Hurst, those guys doing the work. But this wasn't about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Josh, look, they can't run the football. I mean, Skip, they had 19 rushes. Eight of them came from Josh Allen. That's not going to win you it a playoff game. I agree. And we've been talking about this all year. They need to get a runner. They need to be able to run the ball. They need to be able to run the ball. You can't just keep relying on Josh Allen heroic. So I won't minimize, I, w- I won't say Josh Allen played terrible, but the way Joe Burrow played yesterday, mm-hmm. that looked like the team to beat in the AFC. And I know it's not going to be easy in Kansas City, and we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes and his injury. But Skip, the way the Bengals have been playing the last month and a half of the season, that offense is clicking. And their defense, they make enough plays. Now, being hobbled like Patrick Mahomes and he came back in the ball game, they're going to shoot that ankle up. I know I've had high ankle sprain. They're going to shoot it up. I'm, gonna... I'm assuming they shot it up. Of course they did. Of course time. they did. Yep. And they're going to give him a little tour at all. They're going to try to take as much pain 
as, as they can out of that ankle. By the way, you, you can shoot the ankle and yeah. make it better. Yeah. <laughs> you can't try. Make it feel better anyway. Your boy yes. know about it. I shot yes. mine up for 11 straight weeks. Okay. But, Skip, this was all. This, and Cincinnati did this with a makeshift line. Three of their starters that they started the season with are out. I don't get they it. They got these guys. I ain't know who these I'm like, who are you? Where, where you come from? I don't know. Hakeem Olajuwon, Hakeem from uh, uh, Coming to America, them the only Hakeems I know, yep. and they got one starting, and they did a number on them. Mm-hmm. 172 yards, Skip, that's that's more than 16 of the 17 games that they played in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They never, only one time did they rush for more yards than that in the game, and then they did this in a playoff game, on the road, in the snow. They're not to be messed with. <sighs> so, Shannon Sharp. I was sorry on my game picks over the weekend, except for this one. What, that was the only one I got wrong. <laughs> That's true. And yet, I was my, my heart was with the Jags. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right. And my heart was with the Giants because I really had this vision of an NFC championship game at Jerry World. And fortunately, <laughs> that's one silver lining to my Cowboys losing. At least we didn't blow the, the opportunity right. for an NFC championship game. But I've been on the Bengals since preseason. I said they were going to repeat as AFC champions, and now they have to go back to Mahomes to try to pull that off again. Right. But yesterday was a tour de Bengals force. Yeah. When I turned on my TV and saw how hard it was snowing, my first thought was, man, this is literally Buffalo weather. And yeah. I thought, the, the Bills are going to love this. They're going to flourish in this weather, aren't they? And then they win the toss, and they say, you guys tried this footing. And as you well know, the difference is that if you're a receiver and you know where you're going and the DB doesn't know where you're going, you probably have the advantage. You have a decided advantage. And so Joe Burrow says, watch this. Mm-hmm. Because his whole life, his, his whole modus operandi is watch this. Mm-hmm. That's how he's built. That's how he's made. Oh, you want to sell tickets to a potential <laughs> NFC neutral site game in NFC Atlanta? Future, yeah. Oh, well, you better get ready to refund. Refund it. Right? <laughs> And here he comes, and he goes boom, 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 goes five for five right down the field. And if we could see the throw to Chase that made it seven to nothing. And listen, I, I'm, I'm all about Jamar Chase. I just think, phew. He, they just have a chemistry skill. I mean, they, they, they went to college together. Yep, and we did. know, what they, if I'm not mistaken, I think Chase was a Blitnikoff winner. He was. And, again, I'll take him slightly over Justin Jefferson. I got nothing but respect for Justin Jefferson as a talent. But there's some intangible. Well, one guy got Joe Burrow throwing to him. No, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. That's fair. That's a fair point. Okay. So then the magician takes over again at seven to nothing, and they they face third and seven down at the 15 yard line. And this is about as sweet a play call and operated play as you will see because Burrow fakes the the quick screen to Jamar, and everybody sucks up. See the little quick pump fake? And then he gets Hayden Hurst. Behind the DB, right. behind the safety, and he hits him right in stride for the 14 to nothing touchdown. And it was just shell shock in Buffalo because they're like, oh my God, we just got hit twice right between the eyes. Okay, then I'm going to just throw it just for fun because this could have made it 21 to seven, but it's this play on the back line, too, yeah. said Jamar Chase. It's third and, and goal from the 10 yard line, and this is another sweet throw by Burrow to Chase. And this, to me, Mr. Sharp, you having caught a number of these kind of balls, this is a touchdown. And I'll tell you why. It's the end zone we're talking about here. And I know there's the Megatron rule. you got to go to the ground and and control. But he gets two feet down in the end zone. Then as he is leaving the end zone, 
Milano gets his hand in yeah. and dislodges the ball briefly. Yes. Okay. That's not Chase's fault. He's just trying to cling to the right. football. But he does secure it as, right. as he is on the ground. Right. But you you have to take into account the defensive player is actually fighting the ball out of his hands right. after he's leaving the field to play right. into the into right. out of bounds right. territory. So right. once, once Milano pulls his skip, now he has to reestablish it again. And when he goes to the ground, you see the ball move. Okay, and I and I, I, I tweeted that's not a touchdown. Okay, I thought it was a touchdown. I thought by the the okay, I give you letter of the law, yeah. but but your eyes tell you it's a touchdown because he did what he needed to do to secure the football mm-hmm. and had it in complete control. Yeah leaving the end zone right. with both feet. I think, so, it, I think in a game of this magnitude, Skip, they're going to go with the letter of the law because the last thing they want to have happen, especially in a playoff game, yep. and I think that's what they went through with the Cowboys, and I know that was a while ago, what, that was seven, eight years ago, yep. is that go to the ground, you must maintain possession throughout the entirety of the act of catching yep. the football. And he, because even though Milano pulled it, so now I got to reestablish, and when he hits, you see the ball does move in his stomach. It did because Milano moved it. It wasn't because Jamar couldn't secure it. Right. It was already secured. So, so to me, to move it out of bounds as you're falling to the ground does not constitute the, the Megatron rule. Right. Where that was just nobody was touching the football. He, had, he went to the ground in Chicago and right. hit the ground and was, was right. juggling the football. Right. Okay. Now, to your point about the offensive line, how do you do this? It, it, it's just the, the reason I picked Cincinnati, I told you on Friday, is there's no Von Miller. And, right. and you and I have agreed for years on this. You want to talk about a game changer. Yeah. He is a big game hunter. And and once they lost him, they were never quite no. the same. And no. everybody kept trying to make them the favorite. They're the favorite. They were the betting favorite. They had the odds on favorite. No, no, no. There's no Von. And yet he's lost each of the last three weeks. He loses a starter. Yes. Joe Burrow does. And it, it doesn't seem to phase him at all. He just keeps operating. I don't know if they rise for him, if they, they just love him and they want to protect him as best they can. Right. But he wasn't touched yesterday. No. And no. usually he is touched because yeah. last, last yeah, year he was the most sacked yeah. quarterback in the league yeah. in both the regular and He got sacked season. once for two yards, but yeah. that was on a scramble right. play. It was a scramble play, and it didn't really count. He, he's just he, – he is so in control. He gets rid of the ball so quickly – he is playing at such a supremely high level because he's the flip side of Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He finds the open receiver quickly. That's what he and Brady have always had in common, why I've always said he's the closest thing to Brady of the young gun quarterbacks. The difference is he will stand in there. If you want to come and get him, yeah. just come and get him. Yeah. He'll just stand and throw it yeah. anyway. Yeah. And yet this whole team has taken on his personality because they play with swagger. They play smart. They play extremely physical football on both sides yeah. of the ball. And it emanates, ironically, from the quarterback, that, who's a physical pl- playing yeah. quarterback. It seems like they really love playing for the kids. Yes, but you remember when he was coming out, they was talking about his hand size. Yeah. And he says, I don't know what I'm going to do with these little <laughs> tiny hands. Because they talk about all the weather. To yeah. be able to grip the football, you know he's going to be in Cincinnati. And you got to play in Cleveland. you got to yeah. play in Pittsburgh and right. Baltimore. Well, how did those little hands do yesterday? <laughs> did you keep okay talking about somebody's hands. Hey, yeah. can he play football? Yeah. So usually I would have an issue with Eli Apple after the game and a couple of his teammates <laughs> were smoking cigars, like yeah. victory cigars. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that's a little premature yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, got yeah. this little game next week. Yeah. That can, maybe you want to smoke. Not for the division. Yeah, championship okay. game, I get that. No okay. problem. But okay. not, not the division right. round. But this is the Joe Burrow effect. Yes. And Eli Apple has taken a lot of abuse in this league because he gets tricked as much as anybody yes. does. But he hung in yesterday, and I thought he played very well in the grand scheme of yes. things. 
So the flip side of that was that quickly, and we'll go deeper into this later, but Stefan Diggs went sort of T.O. on Josh yeah, Allen was uh, marching up and down in front of him after they failed on a fourth down uh-huh. in the fourth quarter. And the problem with Diggs was he, he just he, he had his lowest catch percentage in all of his three seasons in Buffalo and had only one reception for eight yards in the second half. He is frustrated because Josh Allen doesn't see the field the way Burrow does. Burrow just picks you to pieces, and whoever's the most open is going to get the ball. Right. And he felt like he was open a number of times when Josh just couldn't find him open. So he loses it, yeah, and, and he was got you, you can't do it. You can't show up your quarter. I thought they were soulmates. They, yeah, they've yeah, done so yeah, many interviews you, you, together. And you know the thing for me, Skip, you know I'm big on that. Yeah. I'm not going to show you up. Don't show me up. Oh, and you don't, think, you don't think Josh Allen wants to get you the ball? That man has force-fed you. I've seen games you've had 14, 15 targets. It's not like all of a sudden now we get into a playoff game, a, the most meaningful game of our season, yep. and now all of a sudden I don't want to throw you the football? Come on, <laughs> bro. You know, I've seen him do so many interviews arm-in-arm arm after yes. the game. Uh, that bridge could be set on fire. No, I think it's going to be okay, Skip. Yeah. And I think sometimes frustration when you're, you're in a moment like that. And, you know, he stood on the field as the confetti was coming down last year when they lost that game. It has been a several games that he's like, man, I'm, we're so close. Remember, yeah. they've been the favorite for the better part of the they entire have. season to not only get to the Super Bowl, to win it. No, I got it. Yep. And all of a sudden, everything that you thought was going to be, they spent a ton of money, and they go out basically in the same round as they went out last year. Oh. Here he comes. Burrow back to Mahomes. Burrow back. He had a great Instagram post about uninvited guests yesterday after that big win as well. And, guys, I have to say, I was impressed with that O-line. Down three starters and Mm -hmm. to do what they did in that weather. Tremendous job. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the Chiefs, guys. They beat the Jaguars 27-20 to advance to the AFC Championship as well. Patrick Mahomes, though, he suffered a high ankle sprain in the process. The Chiefs QB missed 13 plays while being evaluated, but he did come back and finish the game out. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how impressive were Mahomes and the Chiefs yesterday? Mahomes with a 15. I've had that injury, and it's not easy. And it's his back foot, Skip. It's his right. So that's the one he has to drive and try to throw the football. That's also that he does a lot of stuff. You know, if he's under center, he has to run and try to hand the ball off. So it's not easy to maneuver because when he tried it at first, that, that thing is really, really painful. Now, once, I mean, the pain probably subsided once they took him in the locker room, gave him a little injection in that thing, and it probably subs- uh, subsided. Now, it probably won't be as painful on Sunday as it was this past uh, Saturday, but he'll know that there's something going on. Given what they did, I think the most impressive was Chad Henney. He was. Because he came in off the bench, and Chad Henney knows. Uh, I'm probably going to get about 10 plays a season. Mm-hmm. But I've got to be ready when they call Skip. Remember, he got knocked out of a game. I think it was a playoff game or a regular, regular season game a couple of years ago. He did. And Chad Henney came in and finished it off. It was against Baker. Yeah. Right? He, yep. Yeah. And he came in and finished it off. We don't realize how valuable backups are until we have to put their butts in the game and then they, they mess up or they do what Chad Henney did, a 98-yard drive. Mm-hmm. On what, 15, 16 plays? Yep. And then Mahomes come back, and then he did what he does, Skip, because that, that touchdown drive at the end where he steps up in the pocket and he jump passes and he throws it to the uh, MVS, mm-hmm. that, they needed that. Yep. They, now we put the pressure on you. Now you got to go get two scores in order to tie us. He was very, very impressive, and they needed to be because you're dealing with a hot team. The Jags were a very, very hot football team, and they did a number on them. They were able to win this ball game. But they got the work cut out for them next week, Skip. 
They got their work cut out for them. But you know what? You can't give up 19 rushing for 144 yards. Because I think the Cincinnati running game was a little bit more bonded <laughs> with Mixon because he can run with more power. And P. Mm-hmm. Ryan is, always, is, is only a power back. Mm-hmm. But he has decent speed. you got to do a better job of controlling that. They did a great job of, of getting after Trevor Lawrence, 24 of 39 for 217. But I was very, very impressed with Patrick Mahomes. Very, very impressed. Not a whole lot of guys would have stayed in there. Not a whole lot of guys would have sucked it up. He didn't want to come out. No, he didn't want to come out in the first place. He didn't want to, yeah. And, and, and they basically they talked him into it a little Let's go into the locker room. Let's let get a little medicine in there. Mm-hmm. You come back out after the half. Yep. He came back out after the half and he played. Because you look at it, Skip, look at his numbers. Before the injury, he was 10 or 12, 77 yards, and he finished with 22 or 30 for 195. The 195 is the fewest in his postseason career. Yep. We expect Patrick Mahomes to throw for 300 in every game that he's in. Okay, but he didn't get to play the whole game. No, so that was the but, but, but yeah. the thing was, Skip, is that he did that okay. on the bum ankle, which was going to go a long way with his teammates in that locker room. Yep. It will, and I give you that. But if I do the overall impact of the game to my eyes, how impressive was the overall impact, I will only give you a five on a scale of one to ten for some of the reasons you pointed out. So I look at the final numbers of this game. So Jacksonville, as you just pointed out, rushed for 144 yards. So did Kansas City, 144. Trevor Lawrence threw for 217 yards. Combined, Mahomes and Henny threw for 218 yards. Yeah. So is that not about as even steep as you can get. get, right? Yeah. And then I look down the list at some of these other team stats. Jacksonville was 7 of 13 on third downs. Pretty good. Uh, 6 of 12 by the home team is, is pretty good. 50%, 50%. Okay. So what's the difference here? Aha! I see two turnovers on the Jacksonville side. I see zero turnovers on the Kansas City mm-hmm. side. So, at times, I thought Kansas City's defense was really good. It kind of surprised me how good it was. And at times, I thought it was vulnerable. Yes. So, allow me to show you how vulnerable it was. And, by the way, Henny didn't win the game, but he saved the game. He saved it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because 98 yards is 98 yards. And Jacksonville's defense, I thought, heaved a little sigh of relief and said, okay, we can sit back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they sat back for 98 yards and let them score a touchdown. That, That will not work. But... 234 left in the second quarter. If I could show you a throw from Trevor Lawrence that could have changed this game to Christian Kirk, who got banged up later in the game. But this is a deep ball that Christian Kirk has to catch. He just has to catch it. That's another one of those. This is a good throw. This is not a Dak throw. This is a good throw. And Christian Kirk is a very good receiver. He just has to catch the football because if you do, it's three or seven in a very close game. So I I don't know that Trevor can throw it a whole lot better than that. He can't. Okay. He can't. All right, so that's the first mistake. That's not a turnover, but it, it, it takes points off the board for you. And then with 536 left in the game, it's, it, it, you have a chance. You're going in to cut it to 27-24, and I don't know what's going to happen because, as you point out, Jacksonville is a buzzsaw right now, and right. they are the comeback kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, and Jamal Agnew, who's more of a kick returner than a receiver, has the ball, and he's going in for a touchdown. If we could see this as first and goal at the nine, and he's like, I'm going to run before I actually put this ball away. And he put it on the ground. Yep. And you can't do this. This is You're, you're going in for seven and you have none. And th- they have them on the ropes here. They're going to cut it to 27-24. And then with 3.55 left, Trevor Lawrence has another opportunity. This, it's still a football game. There's a heck of a play though yep. by the corner. It, it is, but, but Zay has got him. Yeah, Zay's you got to be, yeah. If we could see the play. Zay's got him, and Trevor has a blitzer right in his face, but he can't get enough on the ball to get it up. And if you get it up, 
Like playing two majors. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. It could go a long ways if you can just get a little more mustard on it and the jumping the, two the trend. Kid, you see how he jumps yeah, in his back pocket? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 35, yeah. Watson. Yeah. Jamal Watson. Yeah. He just goes up and snatches. He looks like he's about 6'3. Yes. And that's the football game. But there was opportunity, opportunity, right. door open, door shut, mm-hmm. door open, door shut. And I don't know if Kansas City is a better football team than Cincinnati. I don't think so. I don't, just, I, don't, I don't think so either, Skip. I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati is favored in this game. Well, consider, it, it, consider, it, it, considering Mahomes' help. It's a point and a half. Kansas City's a point and a okay. half. And if you get three for home field, you can make the case they're not being favored in this we'll game. We'll see. That thing might be better all the way down. It might be by the end of the week. It might be Cincinnati favored by okay. a point and a well, half. Well, I, I think the smart money is going to go in that direction. But the point is, on any given Sunday, anything can happen, right. and any happened to them. So that was another huge turning point in this game. And yet, now we've got Mahomes. And by the way, I think it was Warren Sapp who tweeted that it looked a little dirty to him on that play. Right. If we could see the Mahomes injury right. play quickly. And it made me pause and think about it. It's like... Arden Key. You know could, what, Skip? Could you, could, if, you, if you thought it was dirty, you're going to say that's a dirty play. If you didn't think it was dirty, you're going to say the guy's just, you know, he's just making a play. Could he have led up after he sees the ball? Because I think he sees the ball is gone, Skip. Yep. You could have just like, okay, I'm. Okay, now did not go to the ground. Yep. But now he goes to the ground and pulls him down. And you know, Skip, that's kind of like horse collar. That's why they. You know I'm what? Like... It is a horse collar type <laughs> of an. Uh, of, uh of a dangerous play. You know what it is? It's kind of like how Dak got tackled. Remember how Dak got tackled from the front? But he got yanked down from the front. Yeah. But I think Warren Sapp's point was, and and I have high regard, and you know Yeah, I know Sapp. Yeah, absolutely. Hall of Famer. But he doesn't try to wrap him. He just immediately collapses to the ground, and with his knees, they go knees first Mm -hmm. down across his calf. Right. As it goes to the yeah. ground and it bends the, the right. ankle in a way it cannot be bent. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised more injuries don't happen like that when guys dropping their weight. Because, Skip, some got me, look, your body's made to carry your weight. Not another 250 or 280-pound man dropping his weight on top of you. Yeah, what's Arden Key weigh? 6'5", 240. So you, there you go. So when you look at this, Skip, look at this. I mean, he drops all of his weight down. Yep. And so I, I, I see, but, yeah. and you look at it, look at it. You, I'm surprised he didn't break his ankle. Well, it broke Tony Pollard's yeah, I'm fibula. Su- yep. I'm surprised it did not break his ankle. But that was the first time it happened to me in 93 at, Arrow- at that same stadium. Albert Lewis tackled me just like that. from, the- But he tackled me from the back. Snatched me down. My, my, ankle-, my ankle seemed like it – and shin felt like it yeah. touched the turf. Albert Lewis was a cornerback. Co- was a cornerback yeah. at, at, at the Chiefs at the time. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, wasn't a dirty play. That's, I mean, guy, you know, you're just tackling trying to get somebody down. And, uh, but the, but the, for him to come back into that ball game – and play as steady as he is, but Cincinnati know he's wounded. They know high ankle sprains take four to eight weeks to heal. Yep. So am I going to be surprised if they heat him up? Yeah. Absolutely not, because where are you going? So my final analysis on Arden Key is only one man knows whether he had intent on that play, right. and I don't know what was in his heart. Correct. It looks a little suspicious to me. That's mm-hmm. all I can say, but right. I don't know what he's thinking. It could have just been in, in, in the, the fury of the play. He right. just – he just right. played it out and fell. Right. So I, I'm not. But, the, but as a defender, Skip, they can they could do plays like that a lot more. They just don't. I mean, because you're trying to tackle somebody, Skip. I'm just trying to get you on the ground and just drop my weight, just like the horse collar, Skip. It, it, just think about it. I mean, it took 
how many people uh, did uh, Roy Williams actually injure before they actually – I mean, he broke T.O.'s ankle. He did. He uh, tore guys' ACL. I mean, he had like three or four guys got seriously injured. With horse collars. With horse collars yeah. before they said, hold on, we got to take a look at this. Because that, everybody used to try to horse collar you. Yep, they did. Easy, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the easiest handle, yeah, yeah. right? It's like a handle. I got your shoulder pads. You're not yeah. going nowhere without them pads. Yeah. Because first of all, they're strapped and they and they fasten. Yeah. So you're not going nowhere. If I grab no. that, you're, you're stopping. And if you yank on me and I'm running full speed, bad things are going to happen Something because I'm, I'm going to go completely out of balance and go backward. An ACL, an yeah. MCL, an ankle. Something's going to snap. You see yeah. how I snapped T.O.'s ankle? I'm actually surprised they didn't call a penalty on the play. But the, Late, the the ball was the gone. Yeah. yeah, or just some kind of roughing because it's it's another body weight on a body part. Correct. Full body weight. I'm sure that's up. Guess what? They're going to look at it because why? It happened to a top career quarterback. Just like they revisited the uh, uh, Tom Brady rule skip. Because you remember a couple like in 99, Trent Green lost his job to Kurt Warner for that same hit that he put did. Tom Brady out for that's a year. True. And they, they'll revisit this. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you the competition going to committee is going to look. Quarterback, you're not going to be able to snatch him down like that in the pocket. Mm. <laughs> well, guys, Andy Reid said that Pat Mahomes has had this injury before, actually, 2019, to start the season and played through it. So we will see next week as the Chiefs advance to their fifth straight AFC When that game, that may be a great accomplishment. It's tremendous. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen, will the Cowboys ever get over the hump if they keep Dak Prescott at quarterback? I need you to unpack this one when Undisputed returns in just a moment. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Not a good start for Dak Prescott yesterday. He threw two first-half interceptions in that 19-12 loss to the Niners last night. After the game, Jerry Jones, though, said he lost zero confidence in his quarterback. Take a listen. Well, I thought uh, this team uh, uh, with uh, 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 Dak at quarterback... Uh, I thought we had a chance to uh, uh, 
uh, get to and compete at the top level in this in this tournament. I really did, and uh, uh, that was our edge here tonight. All right, Shannon. Will the Cowboys ever win another Super Bowl if they keep Dak at quarterback? Well, they're not winning right now because right now, Skip, everything you do is based on hope. Man, I hope Dak plays well. I hope Dak doesn't turn the ball over. I hope Micah and that defense stand on their heads and give us an opportunity. Take the ball away, sack the quarterback, turnover. That's what we do. You can't win. You can't build a football team. You can't win games hoping. Kansas City goes into the game knowing Patrick Mahomes is going to play well. They go into the game. Joe Burr, they go into the game. No, man, man, Joe B going to do that. They go, you go into a game. You hope. You always preface that you believe in Dak, but you say, well, I hope he doesn't mis- make mistakes. We had a two-year, a two-month stretch where that man turned the ball over at least once every single game. And in three of those games, he gave up pick six. The opposing team's offense is on the sideline, and he gives them points. We saw that. And so now we're going to bypass that. We're going to look at Tampa, which has been a bad team all year long. He plays lights out against a team that can't rush the football. Can't, or, can't or, rush or, the passer. Or both. But can't rush they the can't football. stop the run. They no. can't run the ball. No. And everybody's like, okay, this is the Dak that we know. So y'all disregard. Did you not see him the last game of the regular season against Washington? As great as he looked against Tampa, he looked worse against Washington than he did good against Tampa. Yeah. And yesterday he reverted back. All week, what did Dak talk about, Skip? How he wanted the rematch. Most definitely I did. I think the whole team did. What did Michael say? We Everybody said, no way the Cowboys are going to win. I think we should feed, uh, feed into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, come on. You got what you wanted. Jerry's already told you he liked the ratings. He's like, I don't care if y'all put me on Thursday night football. As long as I get them ratings, we play on the bright light, we good. That is true. Yesterday, Skip, Jerry said he used the word sick yep. seven times in a two-minute span. Yep. He was sick, disappointed. Mm-hmm. But next year, we'll be right back here at the same kind of opportunity with Dak as the quarterback and get it. Remember, last year he was disappointed. This year he's sick. Jerry, you should be tired of being disappointed and sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Eddie said, I'm sick and tired. I'm tired of being sick. I'm sick of being tired. Mm-hmm. Jerry, you should be tired of being, you should be sick of being disappointed and disappointed in being sick. You're not going nowhere. And I love it because I get tired of you coming out here in the regular season beating mm-hmm. on this table, breaking yep. the table. We done had to replace three I, tables. I, I have. I've broken this. It almost broke I, your I hand. I've broken my hand a couple of times, I think. I got fractures, <laughs> little, little, little fractures. Yeah, right? yeah, see? Yeah. Okay. Hey, we had a case of doing that thing, too, did we? We had no we had, hold on, hold on, tell The me. one saving grace of me yesterday, I put no do on it. But I do. we did have a couple. I, I don't want to get sidetracked because I want you to yeah. go. But we did have a case of do on Memphis. Because I was 100% sure we were going to beat Memphis. 100% because we got to go. And you saw what they did last night too, right? I did. Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, talk about your sorry, I, pathetic cowboy. I, I, I saw what Schroeder did no, last no, night. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I saw what Schroeder and Thomas Bryant did last night. Okay, back to this, unfortunately. I'm in a bad way today. So you can disqualify me if you will. But I am done with Dak Prescott. Hold up. I'm just done. I'm talking about, hold up. That completely done. Like, okay, look, I'm going to cheer for him because he's my quarterback, but I no longer have the faith or the confidence in him that he can lead me to a championship. He will never, ever win a Super Bowl for my Dallas Cowboys. Wow. I I have no choice. I'm stuck rooting for Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott (laughs) because I have no choice because I I sort of got born into it and I can't get it out of my soul. You can't fire the owner. uh, I cannot fire the owner. (laughs) But I'm going to call BS on the owner and on the quarterback because the owner says he still believes in Dak and he thought going into this Super Bowl tournament we could play at the top level with Dak Prescott. 
I'm calling BS on that because what happened the day that he got taken to the cleaners and the bank by Dak Prescott and he sat right there at the, <laughs> the media session and looked him right in the eye and said, I overpaid you. That's what Jerry believes. So he has to say all the right things about Dak Prescott. But I guarantee you, on the uh, plane ride home last night, he's talking about, should we think about going in a different direction? But you're stuck because you paid him all that money unless you want to try to trade him or try to start over, and you have to have a plan B. But I I just don't. You were trading for Lamar? Yeah, trading for Lamar. Maybe I'd I'd do that. (laughs) I I would take Lamar over Dak any day of the week. Because. Lamar is a baller. I, I don't ever sense that Dak's a baller. I think Dak is a fourth rounder who, who tries to convince everybody he's the fourth overall pick because right. every once in a while he plays like he the does. fourth overall pick. Yes. And I'll remind you of some games this year. Against Chicago, when he came back from injury, he came back against Detroit. But against Chicago, he went 21 or 27 for 250 with two touchdowns and just one pick. That was a QBR of 92. Well, Chicago's not very good on no. defense. And then – at Minnesota, the, the Vikings aren't very good on defense. Nope. That's why Daniel Jones ate them up. Yes. And Dak up there goes 22 of 25 for 276 and two touchdowns and no interceptions. I'll give him the Eagles game because I thought the Eagles were pretty good on defense. Right. And he had a QBR of 87 in that game, threw for 347, three touchdowns, and only the one pick. But he, he, he threw a couple other balls that should have been, been picked. Should have been picked, yes. Okay, and put it on the carpet one time. And Beyond has got he, it. I don't know how. And then, of course, capped off by the 97 QBR at Tampa, 25 to 33, 305. It was the game of his life, which led to the most devastating loss, cowboy loss of my cowboy loving life. The point is, he is the quarterback of America's tees, not America's team, America's tees. And he is Captain Tees because he will just entice you and enthrall you and suck you in. And, and just when you want to trust him, you can't trust him. And then that happened yesterday. And the San Francisco game last year happened out of nowhere where he was just – he was awful in, in both those games. Well, you're scoring less and less. You, yeah, you, at least you got 17 left. What did you get? Six, you got 16 last year. 16 yeah. and 17. Yeah, 16 and I think you 12 16, yeah. and 12 this year. This is just me. I, I don't believe Dak is on fire to go win a Super Bowl. I don't think Jerry Jones is on fire to go win a Super Bowl because they got it too good. Dak got his money, and he's got all his commercials. He's got the DirecTV Housewives, and he's got the sleep number, and they just play him over and over and over again. I, I, I do believe Dak because he knows that it would change the tra- trajectory of how he's viewed. Now, Jerry Skip is another animal because here's the thing. Jerry's going to get 300 to $500 million whether he get to a Super Bowl or not. So what's the incentive for the win, Skip, if I do the same thing? So what's the incentive for me to show up on time, do yeah. my work, if I'm going to make the same amount of money, if not more, right. than doing all the things that I'm supposed to do? If you'd never won one before, but he won three of them. Right. And he's got them on display in his office. Well, sometimes when you win them, Skip, <laughs> you think it's easy. Because if, think about it, his first six years, he had three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And he lost the championship game in the other. So you think that's going to be easy. It's not easy. It, as he's finding out 27, 28 years later, it's not easy. (laughs) Okay, so what are we going to do, fire Dak Prescott? Because (laughs) we can't. And and after the game, he always says all the right things. So he said after the game, I know that's who I am. I'll respond in the right way. As I said, when we get this team aligned, the guys that we get back, coaches, will do what's necessary to be right back here and win the next time. Well, he says this every time. Yeah. I'm just tired of hearing it. Right. Because it's just on a loop. It's he on just, repeat. Yep. Right? And then he said, you can put it on my shoulders. When you play this position, when you play for this organization, you've got to accept that. That's the reality. As I said, I will – 
I will get better because this will make me better. Well, I, I've heard this every year. Yeah. It, it's just year after year. You realize my team has now lost seven straight divisional playoff games. That's the, the longest streak in the NFL. Seven straight, and he's responsible for three of those losses yes. out of the seven. Right. W- w- what am I supposed to do with that? Is that his ceiling? Did he just hit his head on his ceiling again? It might be, but Skip, but every time you win a game, what did Jerry say, Skip, after the win? I don't think I can dream any bigger than Sunday. This is deja vu. It reminds me of our first championship game. We went out to San Francisco, went out to play the 49ers. I just can't think about nothing else. The playbacks, Alvin Harper catching and running 90% of the field. Wait, when did he say this? He, after that, I think it was after the uh, uh, Tampa win. After the Tampa after win. The Tampa okay, win. well, that's why did I pick the score 30 to 20? Because that was the score of that right. game. I said Dallas 30 to 20. Let's go deja vu. He said, I got it on Sunday. When <laughs> we get it done on Sunday, I may roll my eyes at the back, and they, never, they may never get back around straight again. He keeps living in the past. Skip, that team, those guys aren't coming back. You got like five Hall of Famers, six Hall of Famers from that team, Skip. You ain't got six Hall of Famers on that team. Right now you got one, two, Zach Martin and, and, and Tyron Smith. And I think they're getting up there. Yes. Age. Yeah. I mean, they, they play, they, I thought they did a great job yesterday. They kind of neutralized Bosa. Armstead yep. had an opportunity to sack Dak for safety, and Dak spun up out of it. But Skip, at some point in time, you can't think, and Michael Irvin is notorious for this. They won the game. He's like, they're never going to be the same. This is different. Once you get that taste of blood, mm-hmm. it's different. Okay. No, it's not. That's not y'all. Y'all thought different. Jimmy had y'all in a different mindset. He had y'all in a different place because you knew Jimmy would trim the fat. I agree. They know Mike McCarthy ain't going to do nothing because he can't. Hey, I do not believe any Cowboys, <laughs> starting with Dakota Prescott, I don't believe any of those players is afraid of losing. They're not afraid. No. I think Dak slept well last night. Again, did he want to win? Well, sure, he wanted to win. Is it the be-all and the end-all? Is he driven? Is he obsessed? Is he on fire with winning? I don't think so yeah. because he's got it too good. Everything. He, he's a made man. He is the quarterback of America's team. He's going to get the national TV commercials. He's a good guy. He presents himself well. All is well in his world. And by the way, they won a playoff yeah. game. Well, well, that made Mike, Mike McCarthy a made man. That, that, and it made that, that brought him another year, though, Skip. It did. I yeah. just believe, Skip, there has to be a healthy level of respect for your coach, but there have to be a little fear. Mm. You got to be fearful. Sure. A little. I'm not yeah. talking about that every time I see him. I just, but I got, you got to know there was a certain level of fear yep. that if we didn't get it done, we would I get know. replaced. I, I That's agree. how we felt with Mike Shanahan. It wasn't all that over I, there. I got it. Shanahan and Jimmy have a lot of yeah, life because man. they instilled a fear factor yeah, in the locker room where you're afraid you might lose your job if you lose the football game. He's going to let right? you know. It ain't no, ain't no sugar coating it. Mike going to let you know. Yeah. 84, I need more from you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing Jerry say I'm sick and tired or just sick <laughs> because sick is not the operative word yesterday. It should be anger. Yeah. You, you should be furious over this. Dak should be furious. And he's serene about it. I'll do better next year. We'll get him next year. We did pretty well this Man, year. We'll next year ain't next promise. Year. Yeah. Well, ain't no promise. See, you got to stop thinking this, Skip. You don't start, you don't like, okay, we automatically to the division round. This is not Wimbledon back in the eight, late 1800s, 1900, where the champion got all the way, got to the cha- went to the championship the next year. You got to start from the bottom. You got to play rounds. So guess what? You got 16 rounds you got to navigate in order to get back to where you were this year. Okay. It ain't no guarantee. Who said you're guaranteed to get back there? Who said that? Yeah. Why do you think that? It's been 27 years. Oh, excuse me, not 28. 28. That you haven't gotten you haven't gotten any further than what you've done. 
So last 49 games that Dak has played football in the National Football League. And 500 got to be. He, he has not gone back-to-back, no turnover games. So in 40, the last 49. So three years, basically. He, he can't go two straight without a turnover. He, he hadn't done uh, it one time because uh, he's got the DNA of a turnover. But that's machine. not what Jerry said. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I would have more probably said you are the father of yep. those turnovers. Okay. So in the end, I didn't hear any anger from Dak. I, I, I didn't hear we're, we're going to right the wrong here. I, I didn't hear any of that. So I, I was so devastated after the game. I've done this once before, five years ago, and I did it again. And this this time, it's going to be permanent. But I'm going to no, show you're not. you. No, you not. I'll I'll show you you're not. I bet you're not. I bet it ain't permanent. No. Don't believe him. Here's People what at I home did don't last night. Him. If you could see after the game, this is me. Into the kitchen, I went with my four. I wore the whole game. It was my Lucky Charm jersey, and what done? Why did you get the blue? Done. Why did you get the blue that they I, wore in I Tampa? Don't know. I. I because I wore it as the anti-jinx because we'd never won a road playoff game in that navy blue. Right. So I wear said, I'm, I'm going to wear the white one to counteract the jinx. And it worked. And so I said, yesterday, I'm going to wear it again. And it did not the, work. What about the one on the star on the shoulder? <sighs> do I have The throwback. One? Yeah, I think I do have a throwback. Why don't you wear that one? Well, I don't know. Because that worked at Tampa. What am I going to do? I'm going to ride the beast, right? And I rode it right over the edge of the cliff. Yeah. And I threw it away, and it will stay there. No, it ain't. It'll come back it out. Will, it'll no, be no, back no. out. I'm, I'm done with that. No, I'm, you're not. No, you're I'm not. You're going to get a new one. You know what? He's he's just a painfully overpaid fourth-round pick. That's what he is. And you were right. You, you've been right. He's middle of the pack Dak. And he'll always win you some games, and he'll always have four or five sensational games. And then he's going to give you four or five stinkers, and you're going to hit your head on the ceiling in the first or second playoff game. Skip, you've seen this for seven years, yeah, but you go against your better judgment. Every you time. talk yourself into it. Well, I think, okay, the light bulb went off. It's like <laughs> Matthew Stafford last year. He figured it out. No, he didn't. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No. Third time in Dak's career. His season ends in the divisional round, gentlemen. We'll have to wait and see mm. what's next for him and the Cowboys. All right, we know what's next for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Gentlemen, do you think he's the Michael Jordan of the NFL? Let's debate when we come back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, so Jalen Hurts led the Eagles to that NFC Championship game thanks to three total touchdowns scored in that big win over the Giants. After the game, Nick Sirianni had high praise for his QB. Check out what Sirianni had to say. To have him out there is like, I know this is high praise, but to have him out there is like having, I I shouldn't even go there, but like his having like Michael Jordan out there. Like, he's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your, like... Like that's hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him, uh, compare, comparing to his ability to being on the field uh, to a, to a Michael Jordan type. Like this guy leads, he brings this calmness to the to the entire team. 
He plays great football. Um, he's tough as 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 they come. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, there ain't nobody has played any better football than him this year. Ooh, high praise indeed. Maybe fighting words to some. Shannon, do you like or have a problem with what Sirianni said? I don't have a problem with his skill because I understand that it's hyperbole. What he's saying is that there's a calmness that him being on the field brings to the rest of his team. But we also know that we can say that about any of the top quarterbacks. I'm sure Joe Burrow, when he's out there, everybody's calm and relaxed because they know they have a chance to win. Or Patrick Mahomes or whomever the top quarterbacks are. But he did look like he had gotten back to the Jalen Hurts. Uh, the guy that I saw the last game that he played against the Giants – I, I didn't see that guy yesterday. I saw a guy that was pre-injury. Now, he didn't throw the ball for 280 yards or anything like that, but I thought he brought a calmness, like Nick Sirianni said, and I thought he played with the composure. Man, that Lane Johnson being back did a world of difference because yeah. he was pretty much unscathed the entire night. Yep. And when you run the ball like they ran this game, you run the ball 44 times for 268. It takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback, and you – you can't hit the quarterback when he ain't got the ball. When he handed off to Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders, mm -hmm. when you hand the ball off to those guys, that means the ball's not in your hands. You're not taking any shots. And uh, he had some 16 to 24, 154. He got sacked once, but I thought he played really, really well. And I get the hyperbole of it, but I, I agree with you, Nick Sarani. Let the guy know what he means to this offense. 28 nothing at half. At some point, at 38-7, they completely took away, apart this defense mm -hmm. because that defense now. That's the defense that I saw the first eight, nine games of the season. The, game, the, the defense that I saw the last month of the season, I, I, know who, I didn't recognize them. The way they played, boy, that's going to be an unbelievable game on Sunday, Skip. That's going to be a game because both of these defenses are outstanding and both of these offenses are dynamic because they can put the ball in playmakers' hands and those guys can go make plays. But I thought Jalen Hurts was, was sensational. Mm -hmm. He didn't throw for a, a ton of yards, Skip. He didn't. 154, I think. But his presence, and sometimes that goes a lot further. That's Willis Reed game seven. Willis Reed had four points. We still talk about the heroics. The man had four points, not 40. He had four. But he immediately made a shot, and that's all that mattered. He Set go, the tone. He goes seven for seven on the opening drive, yep. gets a, a touchdown, and they don't look back. <sighs> okay. So, so I did pick the Giants to win this game with my heart over my head because I've told you from the start how much I love and believe in Jalen Hurts. Yep. But to your point, he did not look right to me. And I didn't think he would play against a very high team that knows them and is not afraid of them. But they came out and made an opening drive statement and never looked back because they also said, we ain't afraid of no Giants. <laughs> and they turned the hot team into a not team right, right. away. They, they just turned them right back into the, the same old New York football Giants. Yep. And I've told you before, I, I tweeted the moment they stole him in the second round that they have just stolen their future and that he will immediately be better than Carson Wentz because he's everything Carson Wentz was not as a leader. His mm -hmm. intangibles are as high as you can get beyond the measurables, which are Carson Wentz's, because Carson Wentz is 6'5", 240 with right. a big arm, and he's got it all. He can combine you to death, <laughs> but he can't intangible the way Jalen can intangible. And Jalen has turned himself into a very good thrower of the football. Yes. And he was always an underrated runner because he doesn't look like he's going very fast, but he seems to get free and get loose 
and run through a lot of people because he is the strongest pound for pound in that Eagles weight room. I told you he would change life in Philadelphia because he is their leader. He is their playmaker. And I I second the emotion of Nick Sirianni. I don't think it's too far to say he's our Jordan. He's not Michael Jordan yeah. in performance, obviously, yeah. because he didn't throw for 600 yards <laughs> in this game. He he. He did Jordan-esque things when they needed to get done. You know what it is, Skip? It's just the fact that Chicago knew we got Michael Jordan, you don't. We got Jalen Hurst, you don't. We got one of these. We got Joe Burrow, you ain't got him. We got Patrick Mahomes, you don't have him. So guess what? We like our chances to win better than you like your chances of winning. Okay, so right out of the box, what does Jalen Hurts do? I'm sitting back thinking, I wonder if he can get that thing going today, that right wing of his. And the first throw of the game, it's second and eight at the 27. This is barely into the game. Could we see what he did to Devontae Smith? Deep crosser. Yep. He said, I got this. And it looked pretty good to me. It was right on the money for 40 big yards. And then he hits, uh, we'll see it one more time. And then he hits Goddard down near the goal line. Goddard did some of the heavy lifting on the throw. If we could see it for a touchdown, it was for 16 yards. And it, it, before you could sort of catch your breath, it's 7 nothing. Just got him pretty open, and Goddard just rammed it home. Okay, and then <laughs> a little later, this is 3.23 left in the first quarter. It's uh, first and 10 at the New York 17. And, and this is when I knew he was just fine because he takes off on a nine-yard run here and put himself in harm's way. And he said, I'll, yeah, I'll take you. Hit me, hit me. Go ahead and hit my shoulder. Go ahead and hit my shoulder. And he took two or three licks, and yeah. I said, okay, he's fine. Yep. And he, here he went. He threw it to Devontae. I think we have this for nine yards and a touchdown. And all of a sudden, before you could sort of get comfortable, yeah. and, and it's 14 to nothing. And then – I mean, the, the national anthem hadn't yep. really stopped playing nope. yet, and it's already 14 nothing. So to you nothing. knew it was over at that point. Nope. And then he has another big run on third and three at the 20. This is 8.48 left in the second quarter. And he runs it for seven more yards. And <laughs> I'm thinking – this guy's a dynamo today, and he is not afraid to run it. That's a called run, obviously, he's on the read option keeper. And I'm thinking that they're not afraid to run the football with him, which sets up the 268, because once you, you reestablish the threat of Jalen, then, okay, it, it's, it's all over. And he gets the touchdown. And then he gets the touchdown at the end, Jaylen Smith. end of the half. It's 28 to nothing at halftime. And you know it was over, Skip. Huh. And I know we need to skip. We've had some games this year. We saw a game with 33 nothing and all that other stuff. But it, I have seen no indication that the Giants was going to do any, anything to more than get a, a touchdown or maybe a field goal, make it seven, uh, uh, three points, I mean, yeah. ten, seven points or ten points. Yeah. That's all I saw from them. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Daniel Jones, I mean, look, he played well against Minnesota. I think that has a lot to do. I'm not going to minimize what he did, but Minnesota's defense has been terrible all year. There's a reason why they were, on, they were minus with that great record, but they were minus because when they get outscored, they lose 40 to three. They lose 40 to 15, 15 or 40 to 16. Yep. And when they win the game, Skip, they win in 23-22, 28-27, things of that nature. So it caused you some concern. Uh, And then they couldn't run the football. I mean, I mean, they ran the football pretty well. Saquon Saquon hit that one one big one. He did. He got that Mm 40-yard. He's like, okay, okay. But it's Mm. it's too little too late. Yep. So they had a great year to the New York football Yeah, they definitely got something to build on. Brian Dayball changed a lot of things. Daniel Jones grew up before your very eyes. I think he's a keeper. He's a keeper, but is he Dak Prescott? Will he hit his head on the first round, second round ceiling each year? 
I think the question you have to ask you, do you see Daniel Jones cracking the top 10? Because I, I don't can you can you win a Super Bowl with a guy that's not in the top 10 at quarterback? Because if you if your guy's not in the top 10, everything else has to be exceptional around him. Yep. Your special teams, your defense, and you got to have skilled players like the yin-yang to overcome because that guy touches the ball 65, 70 times a game. So how do you overcome that? Skip, when I look at it, I go back and I look at my 2000 Ravens, our defense didn't play any better for Trent than it did, uh, 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 I forget, uh, Tony Banks. Banks. Yeah, yeah. They didn't play any better. Trent just didn't turn the ball over. No. That was the only difference between the two. Trent didn't turn the ball over. He didn't make the mistakes. Defense played the same. They were still shutting people out. They were still giving up fewer than 11 points a game. Mm -hmm. But when you turn the ball over and you put your defense in harm's way and they don't have to do anything and the team can kick a field goal and you lose a game 10 to 6, Mm -hmm. well, it's like, okay, now we play mistake-free football. You're not driving the ball 80 yards on that defense. Yep. So what do I see Daniel Jones versus Dak Prescott? Daniel Jones is bigger, a bigger man because he's taller and weighs more. Right. And he has a little better arm than Dak does. Yeah. And he's a lot faster than Dak Yeah, is, I believe he's right? a better athlete than Dak. Okay, he's just a better athlete overall. I do. Is he a better quarterback? I can't good. quite go, can't there. go there. No, can't get there. No, but, but is he good enough to make them viable? Could, could they win some divisions? Yeah. Sure they could. Yeah. I just don't know if you can win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones. I just think right now, Skip, the best quarterback – Head and shoulders is Jalen Hurts in that division. It is. Where at the start of the season, I gave the division to the Cowboys because I thought Dak was the better quarterback. I don't think it's close now. I don't think any rational, prudent person, whether you're a Cowboy fan or not, or a football aficionado, can say Dak is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Wow. Okay. So what can I tell you about this upcoming game, Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy? Well, once upon a time, when Jalen Hurts played that one year for Lincoln Riley for my Oklahoma Sooners, I got to see them go head-to-head in Norman. And the final score is 42-41 to 41, Oklahoma and Jalen, but they, we were ahead 42-21 to 21 in the fourth quarter, and Brock Purdy just came firing back. Yes. And it went all the way down to a two-point conversion try that was intercepted in the end zone for us to survive right. that. But Jalen outplayed Brock Purdy in, in the grand scheme of things, and I think he will be able to outplay him again. Skip, this is going to be a very interesting game yep. because I believe you got the two best offensive lines that are still playing. I think when you look at the skill position and their ability to run after catch yep. from the running back, from the tight end to the wide receivers, this thing is very, very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. The only difference hurts. Hurts is a, a big upgrade over Purdy. He is. But when you look at the offensive lines, you look at the skill players, A.J. Brown, Debo, Devontae, Ayu, Jennings, Kittle, Goddard, the running back, uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, uh, C-Mac. Yeah, no, I got it. The, and okay. the defenses. Wh- who, who, who makes the mistake? Okay. Philly's pass rush came back to life right. on Saturday evening against Dan Jones because he was under more pressure than he was the whole year. And Reddick just came flying. Reddick just bowled over people. He just ran, ran, slapped over people. He was jumping off my TV screen. (laughs) And I said, "Uh uh-oh, Brock Purdy, meet him. Yeah. Right? But they got that offensive line now. That San Francisco's offensive line. I don't know who's going to – look, if I'm sweating, I'm trying to get on McClatchy's side. Because you saw what what Michael did. Michael went over to the the, the right there. He's like – I ain't fooling with Trent Williams. But, Trent but, Williams it ain't to be messed with. Skip. But McClatchy just threw him down at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Parsons threw McClatchy hip yeah. tossed him. Yeah. But Lane, yeah. hey, that Philly yeah. offensive line, <sighs> they were sensational. Yep. Another must-watch weekend of yes. football, guys, as we count down to the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Hey, let's talk about that other matchup real quick. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. 
Which one do you think is going to come out of that AFC championship game? We'll debate that coming up next right here on FS1. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs hosting Joe Burrow and the Bengals in what's going to be an AFC Championship rematch from last season. Cincinnati won it last year. According to Fox Bet Sportsbook, though, Kansas City is favored this time around, only though by a point and a half. Ooh, that's a thin margin. Shannon, can you see Joe Burrow going 4-0 and against Mahomes this Sunday in that AFC Championship game? I think a lot of it is going to be dependent on how healthy that ankle is. Now, we know it's not going to be 100%. Um, but it needs to be as close as 100% as it can get in the next five, six days. Uh, but I expect it to be a better game. I expect him to be better uh, in this game than he was in the second half because I think they'll, they'll obviously get some treatment in it, Skip. Uh, you know, they'll do some things that they weren't able to do. Because, Skip, like when you get injured in a game and you come back in the game, you got to do a lot of stuff on the fly. And obviously, adrenaline is pumping, and that goes a long way. But still, now you have a week. You know, you know I, I, they jumped on this thing on Sunday. He's getting treatment 24 hours a day. He's probably not going to practice at all because, you know, you want to try to rest that ankle as much as possible. They're going to put some medicine in it, probably give him a torrid all shot. They're going to do everything they possibly can. Who knows? Maybe even a, a topical. But I, I, I expect, but I expect Mahomes to play well along with uh, uh, Andy's play calling. Travis Kelsey seems to be unguardable right now. He had 14. I wanted him to get 15. I wanted him to get 100 yards. Uh, but he caught 14 passes. That's it, career high. Career high. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the third most in, in playoff history. Um, but he was sensational. The game will be played in, AF, in uh, an arrowhead. But Joe Burrow has been there before. Like, yeah, we didn't went there, went there last year. We just went there last year and won. 27-24 in overtime. And the game's always one possession. Yep. So there's a good chance this game's going to come down to one possession. Mm-hmm. But I think their defense, uh, uh, Cincinnati's defense, like, look here, I think they're going to bring some pressure. They're going to test that ankle. I'm going to see if he can move, Skip. I'm just not going to let him sit back down. I, I am not trusting that, okay, we're just going to play our basic coverages. And No, 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 no. I'm going to test him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if he can move. And if he can't move, I'm hunting. I'm unleashing the hounds of hell on him, and I'm coming every single chance. They have some hounds. Yeah. First, I'm going to give you a silver lining because you love Mahomes. I love Burrow. Mm -hmm. I can make a case that this could be a good thing for Patrick because sometimes when you're playing a little hurt, not a lot hurt, but when you're playing a little hurt, it makes you a little more focused and maybe a little more careful. True, okay. Where where you try to go hyper-focus and you're a little more fixated on I have to do this because I can't do that. I, I can't just I, – I, I can't trust that I can just escape and run for 20 yards right. whenever I have to. So I got to read it quickly, and I got to make careful throws that are aggressive but but with with some some balance to it. Right. And, and too often he, he'll just try any globetrotter or anything. He's going to try to make highlight plays. And 
That's been the difference between him and Burrow. The difference between Burrow and Josh Allen was Burrow made all the little throws as well as the big one. Josh Allen will miss some little throws, but he'll make some spectaculars. Josh Allen is not as good as Patrick Mahomes. He's like a poorer man's Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. to me because he wants to be Patrick. He wants to be the apple of everybody's highlight eye. Mm-hmm. And yet, in the end, Patrick can do things nobody's ever been able to do in this right. game, sometimes to a fault. He gets a little too full of himself because his coach is a little too full of himself. Right. And this is an extension of the coach, and the coach wants to polish his genius label. <laughs> and they try things that in playoff games will sometimes bite you in the butt okay. and get you beaten. Maybe this time he's a little more careful, and he becomes a, a, a very high-quality pocket passer because he, he can do it if yeah. he wants to. Yeah. Where he's not unleashed. He's not. Well, you know, that's where he kills you, Skippy, yeah. when he gets outside the pocket. Because he can make every throw. He can throw the ball over your head for 50, yeah. but he can make the pinpoint throw, throw it across his body. And that's where you get all held to skeleton. You start playing back backyard football. So you probably want to keep him in the pocket. But Skip, I got the pressure. I gotta, I gotta test that ankle. I just sure. I just got to. Hey, DJ Reader coming up the middle and Hendrickson and Hubbard. And yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, it. yeah. And, and they do a great job, Skip. They do a great job of Hilton and Von Bell they and those do. safeties. They do a great they job. Blitz. Hilton's a great blitzer. Man, man I don't, I don't know how Josh it. Allen didn't see that, Skip. The guy came from the cat skills. I mean, he came from the, like 20,000 miles away. Right in his face. Right, and he, yeah. he never saw him. No, never saw him. This defense is extremely well coached. It plays fast. It plays extremely physically. And it is in the mold of its quarterback because it's got swagger to it. Mm-hmm. Jesse Bates back there and Eli Apple, and they, they've got players. They, yeah. they, they, they have talent, yeah. and they've had their injuries, too, mm-hmm. because Awuzie, but my ex-Cowboy, is, yeah. is down yeah. and yep. out. So the point is, how do you beat somebody who's your arch rival four straight times right out of the box? That would make him 4-0. and Well, that's hard. Yeah. I, I would say the odds are pretty against Joe Burrow. Right. But Burrow is becoming – Another one of those guys, like that guy down in Tampa or ex-Tampa Bay Buck, whichever he is now, he's one of those guys you you don't bet against. Right. So I'm not going to bet against Joe Burrow at Kansas City for a second straight AFC championship game just because he just makes all the throws. Yeah. And, and he seems fearless and locked in. The, the bigger the moment, the better he is. What they're going to need to do, Skip, is do what they did at Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They got to run the ball. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is the I mean, that was one of the better running games that we've seen from Kansas City have in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, the postseason. Yeah. Is that they ran the ball because they yep. knew they had to because Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to be the Patrick Mahomes that we know him to be when he's healthy. And so that's the thing. You're going to have to run the ball and to slow that to slow Hubbard and to slow Hendrickson and DJ Reader, yep. slow those guys down. But running the ball against Reader is no easy task. He's a monster yeah. in the middle. I mean, he's got a little Reggie White. I'm not saying he's Reggie White, but he plays like the anchor of a line oh, yeah, where he, you can't move him. Yeah. And he can rush the passer. Pacheco ran angry the other day. Yeah, but that, he, he runs like that. Yeah. But they, they, Skip, they needed it. They needed it. Jarius McKinnon can run the football. He's a better pass receiver than, than runner. He's tremendous at blitz pickup because he caught Olokun. Oh, he just rocked Ooh, And put his helmet right up on his chin. Yep. What Cincinnati will do is what Tampa – did so well in the Super Bowl against Brady, where they just took Kelsey away. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Remember, Levante Davis said, I, I got him, Chiefs, and yeah. I'll take him away. Yeah. And, and he wound up catching five balls that went yeah. nowhere. 
because they just said you can't have him today. Right. Well, if, if you take him, Jacksonville just said you can have him all day. Right. If, we'll if give him short stuff, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it to you. And, again, he didn't get to 100, but, man, did he gash him with two touchdowns? Yeah, gash him, probably moved, kept the chains moving. The thing is, Skip, you can do that. You can say, okay, we're going to take Kelsey away, but you got to get pressure. The one thing that the, Chief, that the Chiefs, uh, uh, excuse me, the Bucks can mm-hmm. do is that they knew Patrick wasn't going to have a whole lot of time. So even if, if look, Levante, you take him deep. We got those two safeties deep because you still had to respect the speed of Tyreek. So they still played that shell, shell coverage. But Levante, but the, uh, uh, David knew he could get physical knowing I got help over the top because you had to put that help over the top to worry about Tyreek also. Yeah. So they knew they weren't going to play single high safety because 203 in the first quarter will get you out of single high safety. I would say. So I hated it that Patrick got hurt the other day because I wanted to see these guys 1,000% yeah. healthy and ready to go. And so now he's got to deal with this. Yes. Maybe it won't be quite as bad as it first looked. Maybe with the week, he'll, he, at least he came back and played on it. Right. That, that was a great sign right. to me. That, that's, <laughs> that's the drilling. Now, yeah. he's extremely sore yesterday. Probably a little sore today. But hopefully as the week's uh, uh, as the week progresses, Skip, it starts to subside. But he's not going to even be close to 100%. I mean, maybe I, I think the best he can hold for is maybe 60. Okay. So Burrow lost three offensive linemen. Couldn't tell yesterday. No. And then Ted Karras' center, he got rolled up on. And I thought he was going to be out for a while, but he sucked it up and stayed in. Well, he could be real sore today yeah. also. So my point is, I don't know how they keep protecting him. But he doesn't seem to care whether he's protected or not. Right. He'll take shots in the mouth. Yes. If, if it, it's, it, it's hard, Skip, because you can't play shell coverage because they'll run you out of it with Mixon and P. Ryan. Ooh. So you just can't play cover two. That soft coverage, Skip, and says, okay, we're going to play with seven in the light box. They say, no, nah, we'll run you up out of it. And now you drop the safety down and you got to go one-on-one with T. Higgins. You got to go one-on-one with Chase. You got Hayden Hurst, who's a very good receiving tight end. So they have weapons that can make plays all over the field, and plus they can run the football. Mm. So I'm going to say it one more time. I think Joe Burrow is a little better than Patrick Mahomes. You think the the flip side. Yes. I can also make a case that Joe Burrow's team is a little better than Patrick Mahomes' team. I'll give you that. Yeah. They're looking like the best team left in in either bracket right now. But I can tell you what, I think we both can agree these might be, they might be the two best quarterbacks that's currently playing. I mean, I don't think you're taking anybody over those two. I'm not. I just love Jalen's intangible. Yeah. That's all. But I can't factor it into on-the-field right. execution right. of pass or run play. Right. But listen, speaking of running, Joe Burrow can flat-out move. Yeah. He doesn't look like he... Yeah. he He's is, probably not going to go 30, 40 yeah. yards like a Jalen Hurts or like a Justin Fields. But what he does, Skip, is that those five to six yards to get the first down, those were... God damn! You got to be, be able to get off the field on third down, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with either one of these guys. Because the longer they stay on the field, the... The, the greater the chance is they're going to find a way to figure you out and get the ball in the end zone. So when you get an opportunity to get them off the field on third down, yep. and that's what Buffalo couldn't do, Skip, they couldn't, because they converted two third and tens to stay on the field to keep the drive and got touchdowns out of them. And he ran one of them. Yep. Here we go. Joe's got enough mobility to get away from opposing defenses and keep him honest. It'll be interesting to watch those O-line injuries, though. I think that could be a huge factor. Yep. All right, guys, let's get back to this Cowboys game. I'm sorry, Skip, I got to do it to you. One more time. They just missed their last chance at a Super Bowl run. We'll dive into that in just a minute.
bounced from the playoffs last night. They've got a lengthy list of players who are going to become free agents this offseason. So many question marks. Those free agents include Tony Pollard, Dalton Schultz, Donovan Wilson, and Leighton Vander Esch. Shannon, does this mean the Cowboys Super Bowl window has closed? When would it open? <laughs> because somebody have a Super Bowl window skip, don't you have to get there? I mean, I mean, we got to drive that NFC East and just put NFC. I mean, let's ask Cincinnati and let's ask Kansas City in a three to four years has their window closed. We can't ask a team that has not been to an NFC title game in 27, not 28 years, is your window closed? Mm -hmm. Hell, when was it open? Yeah. We've got to stop this notion because, oh, the Cowboys, every year, pro football focus and it, all these grading sites, Cowboys have a top five offense. Cowboys have a top five defense, yada, yada, yada. And every year, Jared Jones is tired, and he's sick, and he's disappointed. Yep. So I'm just skipped. This is 12 straight appearances, 12 playoff appearances without a trip to the conference championship game. Nobody, no other team has that many trips without at least reaching the NFC or AFC title game. The Cowboys are the most valuable team in sports, worth $8 billion. They've been the most valuable franchise for 14 straight seasons. Mm. They say money can't buy you happiness, and it damn sure can't buy you a championship. Uh -huh. Jared Jones is finding that out the hard way. Yeah, so he this says he would – you can't imagine the size of the check he would write. Well, there's a salary cap, Jerry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you can't right? write. So this notion skill – I'm just trying to – the window, is it closed? Was it open? No, you opened it. I did. And then guess what? And you didn't put that for it. You see, I don't know you ain't from the hood, Skip, but we got things – the window chumped out on your hands, so we got to have a prop up in there, little, uh, one of those wooden spoons mm -hmm. to hold it, hold it open. I know that. That would have been closed on you in 95. Once y'all, once they got rid of uh, 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 Jimmy, mm -hmm. y'all had one more opportunity. Now that window is officially shut. Last night I had both my hands <laughs> on the windowsill and it slammed right on both of them and it <laughs> broke everything in both hands. Broke my soul. Uh -huh. <sighs> Shannon Sharp. I disqualify myself talking about my Cowboys today because I am devastated because that game meant more to me than any game in my Cowboy-loving life. Right. I just thought this was it. This is our time. This team had flashed Super Bowl potential yeah. game after game through the year and then flashed disaster potential at Washington to end the year, and I should have listened to you. I should have listened to everybody. I should have listened to that little voice in the back of my head yeah, saying, yeah. no, be, be careful. I used to tell you that my glass was half full. Now it's not half full. It's broken. And I cut myself on the broken glass last night because I, I cut my, my cowboy heart, and, and I'm bleeding metallic blue all over this table yes. here today. So, but that's what you always told me. You told me, my glass is half. I said, well, Skip, what's in the glass? Yeah. Because even if it's being half full, if it's arsenic or strychnine, yeah. it will kill you. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I took a big old drink of it last night. So I look at all these free agents, and I, I, my hopes are shattered because we're, we're going to lose a bunch of these guys. It, you always do because do. they're going to get paid. Yeah. And we can't pay them because we're strapped by Dak. Because here's the thing, Skip. You probably remember Tampa? Tampa won the Super Bowl and brought everybody back because they said, you know what? We got a chance to repeat. We can do it. Okay, tell me the incentive. Why you want to come back to Dallas and do what? If somebody's going to give you more money to go elsewhere, it's not like you say, you know what? We're coming back to protect the Super Bowl mm -hmm. that we won. Let's we run it back. Run back what? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Run back a win over a fading Tampa team. That's been terrible all year. Okay. 
Dak's security blanket is Dalton Schultz. Well, he's pretty good, and he'll probably get some money to go elsewhere. Are you going to franchise him? You can only franchise one. You franchise him or Pollard? I don't know. Now, Pollard's got a broken leg. God bless him. Mm-hmm. And, and that will make it an X factor through the offseason. Right. Can he bounce completely back? Because right. he has extraordinary takeoff speed. Right. Donovan Wilson has been a just a banger yeah, he's, secondary. He's been, he's been really, he's been really good. good. And will he be that, gone? that costly penalty yo yesterday it, hurt It was you. terrible because he tackled. He did. He he did. Tackled. He but he's looking at and Mike McCarthy looking around like, what and, happened? And, and the irony was, as he was tackling – we actually got to the kid and sacked him. Yeah. So I don't think there would have been any completion <laughs> even if he'd let Kittle run free in the end zone. Right. So it was one of those poorly timed tackling penalties. Right. Leighton Van Der Esch has been, in fact, they said on the broadcast yesterday, Fox, that, that the coaches believe he's the most improved player on the team. Well, I think he got past his neck injury, right. so is, could he get paid? He's, he's definitely your best run defender. Okay, well, There's no question about that. Okay, He's going to get some hits on the open market. Is Cooper Rush gone? Probably he's just gone because I Romo predicted on CBS that he will get a contract to be a starting quarterback. So. Okay, well, we'll see about that. And then Anthony Barr was pretty good, and Dante Fowler was pretty good, and T.Y. Hilton had his moments here and there, and Hankins was good yesterday. Right. He was really good yeah. yesterday. All these guys are free, and, and they're all going to get some money to go elsewhere. I mean, you probably could break T.Y. You probably could break T.Y. Maybe. He might be one that you could get back. Now for the bigger picture. Dan Quinn's going to get a head coaching job. Yeah. He, he was my reason for being this year because it was his imprint on this defense, his personality fueled this defense. It was really Dan. It was DQ's defense, right? Yeah. Micah had a lot to do with it, but but the whole drive of the defense emanated from the guy with his cap on backwards yep. because he was much more of a leader and a motivator than my head coach right. was. So if you take him out of the equation, I don't know if you can oh, yeah. dredge it back up. Yeah, I definitely think you lose something. Don't, don't I, you just lose yeah. a, a little the aura of it? Yeah, I, I think Dan Quinn's going to get a job. I would like to see D'Amico Ryan go home, go yeah. back to Houston. All right, that's fine. I, because I love after that. The jo- after the job that he did oh, yesterday, Lord, Skip, now, he's been outstanding all no, year. No. But after the job that I he did like yesterday. The way he, handled, he the way he carries himself. He is impressive. He, he has a lot of uh, uh, a DQ in him. The fire, the passion he that he does. displays on the sideline. You know. He's excited. He's chest bumping the guys okay. when they come off the field. All right. Will somebody hire Kellen Moore as a head coach? They might. might. They, they just might. So, so I could have double jeopardy because I kept telling you my two quote-unquote head coaches are my two coordinators True. because they're the ones who actually motivate the whole team and drive the whole team and fuel it with their strategic brilliance. Right. Okay. So Mike McCarthy is not leaving. Uh, that, that's a done deal. He is back. Dak is not leaving. He is back. The, so, that, that Tampa game bought him another year, Skip. That is exactly right for both of them. Yes. Yeah. That, that okay. bought him another year. Skip, when you look at the top teams, the Patriots are the second most valuable, the Rams, the third, Yankees, and the Giants. All these teams have had championship success in the last 15 years. You got you got ahead towards 30 years mm-hmm. before you had any championship success. So to ask, is the window closed? I was asking, well, who propped it open and when? Okay, but remember, my first 34 years of <laughs> fandom, the window was wide open every single was, year. Because I think you made the playoffs like 20 straight years with Coach Landry. 23 straight years. Yeah. And then in my first 34 years of fandom, we played 49 playoff games. That was 18 more than any other team yeah. in the whole league. Right. And now, over the last 20, now, eight years, 20, and it's counting, ticking. Right. 28 years, we're 5-12 and 12 in the right. postseason. Mm-hmm. Only 5-12, and 12, so that's only 17 
games, and our winning percentage is the worst in the NFL. Yeah, the but Skip, normally when you made the playoffs, you guys went to the Super Bowl. I mean, you lost to the Colts, you yep. lost three twice to the Steelers. Yep. So normally when you got to the playoffs, you guys were going to end up in the Super Bowl or the cha- at least the championship game. Eight times we did and <laughs> won five of them. Yeah. And by the way, the first two that we got to, were, you, you can consider them NFC championship games, but we played in what was then called the NFL the championship, championship against yeah. Green Bay right. back-to-back to get to the Super Bowl Correct. because that's the way it fed Bill. because there was no merger between the right. NFL between, and right. the AFL. Right. Okay? So I had nothing but glory years, Correct. and I got spoiled rotten. So right. when you ask me, is my Super Bowl window open, I'm thinking, yeah, it's the Dallas Cowboys. We're America's team. Yeah. No, you're America's Tease, yeah. right? Yeah, you're winning. You just keep over. teasing because you don't have Roger Staubach at quarterback and you don't have Troy Aikman at quarterback. Skip, that's a question if you want to ask the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Because they were, okay, that's a question that you ask them. You can't ask you can't ask a team that hadn't been to the championship game in 27 years <laughs> if, just, if your window's open. Okay. You in but, solitary. You ain't got no okay, windows. But there were times this year <laughs> that you agreed with me. They look pretty good. I, they look like they could do some damage. And what did I say that at the Tampa? Now, say now, are you going to bottle what you did against Tampa? Are you going to bottle that up, ship it out to wherever you go? Because at the time, we, San Francisco, are you going to ship that to San Francisco? Because you guys look nothing like you. That offense looked nothing like against 49ers like you did against Tampa. No. Now, obviously, in your defense, at some point, Skip, your defense could have made a play. Now, they could have picked Brock Purdy off, just like the 49ers picked off Dak twice. Okay. You, you so, gotta, remember, back-to-back years under Dan Quinn, we led the NFL in takeaways. Yes. That will get you places in yes. the postseason. But you have to keep taking it away in the postseason. And we took it away zero times right. yesterday on our defense. We had a special teams takeaway right. that that gifted us three – should have gifted us three. seven points. Right. But, but Skip, at the end of the day, you the way the league is set up now, you can't overcome bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback – Skip, and especially when you played in 40 million – He's got to give you better than what Dak gave you yesterday. Those numbers won't get it done. A touchdown and two picks and horrible completion percentage, that won't get it done. No. And how many missed throws did I show you to open this show? Yes. I I showed you five missed throws, any one of which could have changed the game, and he didn't make a single one of them. The the, the biggest throw was the gap. Skip, you got to make that throw. To Gallup. You got, you got to make it. Yeah, because he's broken free, and he's you caught no it. ball, so they were kind of ignoring him. Right. And all of a sudden, when you least expected it, he's free. It seemed like they ignored everybody except C.D. and Schultz. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like to me from, from the targets. Yeah. It was either C.D., uh, 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 Schultz, or Bust. Okay. And, and remember, my man Zeke, I, I think he's going to be gone. I think it's the end of him because yeah. they kept feeding him the ball because you got to feed Zeke. Yeah. And, and he's just like a fullback instead of a half. Skip, I told you, we've never seen it. As long as you've been around the league, you've never seen that position drop off and be able to get it back. Nope. And, not, and now he's fell off like three years in a row. Yes. It ain't, you don't bounce back. He's got so many miles on that. Zeke, because Skip, he carried the ball a lot. You don't lead the league in rushing, averaging the fewest amount of carries in the E-League. Mm-hmm. You got to get carries to go along with those yards. And he's a run-to-contact guy. Zeke is a collision back. Yep. He's not Barry Sanders. He's not elusive. He's not Emmitt. You're not getting no, you weren't getting no clean shot on Emmitt. Yep. He's more like Adrian Peterson. He's more like I Earl Cameron. No. Run, run the contact. No, I, I got it, but he ended up like the old Earl Cameron, yeah. right? Well, once he got to New Orleans. Okay. okay. Think, did but, he go to New Orleans? Yeah. yeah. He, did. he went down with uh, Coach With Bum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the point was. Zeke got his money. He held out in Cabo, yep. got his money, and came back and immediately began to decline <laughs> and has declined every year since. Well, I mean, 
I don't I, I don't I don't want to say I don't think it was the money skip. I just think he had taken so many so many hits at that point in time. Yep. That okay. they got to check so, the Carfax. So they didn't check the Carfax on that car. They didn't check it because <laughs> you paid for what he was, not what he will be. Because when you look, because he got the money, and then the next year he came back, he was all abbed up again. He was. But they didn't check the Carfax and see how many collisions had he had already been in. So if you'd have checked the Carfax, you'd have known, man, he got 2,000 carries on, these, on this body already. I'm not picking the Cowboys to do a thing next year. <laughs> Yeah, you can't help it. You will. No, he, no. Don't, don't believe him, America. No. He will be right back in it. Those are his Cowboys. They've been his Cowboys since 1960 what? One. Okay. So one year after they came into existence because they became a team in 1960. You, you can just see what's about to happen. We will not be as good next year as we were this year. But what difference does it make? You're going to end up with the same thing. You're not going to go anywhere. So what? You might make the playoff because they can take an extra team. You, you'll be a wild card. And guess what? They'll tease you. you. They'll have a good game. Dak will throw for 400 yards. The defense will play outstanding, and you say, we are back. Unjinxable, baby. Mm. <laughs> I thought we were this Before year. Before we write it, two years in a row, you said they were unjinxable. In the offseason, guys. <laughs> it's about to get fun as we watch all the offseason moves. All right. Before we do that, though, we got to play a Super Bowl, right? Who yeah. will be there? Who should be the Ooh. early favorite this upcoming weekend between the Niners and the Eagles? It's going to be Good a great question. showdown. Skip and Shannon debate up next. The lines on this weekend's games, so close, gentlemen. 49ers will be two-and-a-half-point road underdogs against the Eagles. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. That championship game for the NFC playing out on Sunday. Shannon, make your prediction. What's your gut feeling early? Eagles or 49ers? Well, Skip, the Eagles look really good, but I'm not totally out on the 49ers yet. It's going it's to go all the way to Friday for me, Skip, because I think both teams, and, we, and I highlighted this early, Skip, when you look at the offenses, both of these teams have guys that with the ball in their hands, they're unbelievable yards after the catch. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. We look at the running game with Miles Sanders and get, uh, Gainwell. Mm-hmm. And then you got to factor in the legs of Jalen Hurts also into that running game. Yep. Outstanding offensive line. And then you flip it over, you go to the 49ers. You got Debo, you got Kittle, you got Ayuk, you got Jennings. And then you got the two-headed monster with the backfield with C-Mac and uh, Mitchell running the football. You got Kittle, that's tremendous run after the catch. And then when you line him up, he block, he's an extra offensive lineman because he he's the best blocking tight end in all of football. Yep. And when he, he's looking to put people on their backs. So offensively, but I'm going to give a slight nod to the 49ers defense. I know, understand that Slay and Bradbury are the, the better of the two corners, but I like the safeties for the 49ers. And, man, Fred Warner. He's a heat-seeking missile. He's the best. He's coming. He coming to destroy. He yep. he's ooh. The defensive line. I'm gonna give that nod to the 49ers. So Skip, it's gonna. I, I'm right now. If I had to pick, I would probably say the 40. Uh, uh, the, the Eagles. But probably by the weeks in, it's gonna be hard for me to go against Kyle. I've been I've been noticing he's like that's 10 years the old. point. It's gonna be hard. I, that's where we were headed. There is no way you're going to pick against probably Kyle not. Shanahan, probably the not. son of the coach that you played for, Mike probably Shanahan. Not. A lot. A lot of the guys that I play, Anthony Lynn is on that staff. So many guys. Yep. Uh, uh, Bobby Turner, who's the running back coach yep. with me when I was in Denver, he's on that staff. It's gonna be hard, Skip. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be hard. Probably is a 95 percent chance I'm gonna pick the 49ers on Friday. 
I've told you before, the Eagles now mix my emotions because I have never liked the Eagles <laughs> since I was a little kid as a rival within our division. But I love me some Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And once again, I will probably pick the Eagles because Jalen Hurts will outplay Brock You Hurt. can't pick the Eagles. You can't have somebody from your division. The Cowboys, your team, you can't skip. I, I ain't going to do it. If, if the Tar Heels go out, I'm not picking anybody from the, AFC, the, uh, the ACC. I can't do that. I can't do it in good cards. How you going to pick the Eagles? The Eagles that you hate, that green, you hate that green. And you going to pick them to do something that you wanted your Cowboys to do? Because of Jalen Hurts. He changes everything. He, he's changed my view of the Eagles. You hear that, Dak? He liked yep. Jalen Hurts better Okay, than so I picked the Cowboys to beat the 49ers because I said Dak would outplay Brock Purdy. He and, did. And Brock Purdy had a QBR of 53 to Dak's 52. So he made me eat my words by one point <laughs> of QBR. I did not think Brock Purdy played great yesterday, but when it was time to make throws, he made two big ones, one to Kittle and one to Jennings on Jennings that deep out. Yeah. Right? But Skip, yeah. I don't know how Dak, uh, he had two interceptions. I, I uh, don't Purdy know. had none. I, I he don't had know how Dak had a 52 QBR. Yeah. It felt like a 22. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Right? That's why I asked so him. He had a 97, and did that go to a 37? I don't know. It, went, it should have been much lower <laughs> than that. But the point is, I feel like the teams are fairly evenly matched. Do I think Kyle is better than Nick Sirianni? Yeah, I, I do. I, I Absolutely. Do. Yeah, yeah. I, I just do. Yeah. But do I think Philly actually has a better running game than San Francisco? I do okay. because of Jalen. Yes, yes, it's, I will give it's, you that. It's the, the scheme is, is very different than Kyle's scheme. You know, if they had that quarterback from North Dakota State running it, then it, then it might look different to you. But Brock Purdy's not going to do a whole lot of read option. He moves around a little bit. Yes. Again, <clears throat> the throw to Kittle that he bobbled and bobbled, finally yeah. caught, that was a big roll left where he right. rolled completely away from, from all the pressure. Mm-hmm. And red, 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 boom, right. found Kittle. I think the biggest thing that Purdy is doing, he's not, he's, what he's not doing yeah. is turning the ball over. He is not. If you remember, Skip, when Ben got to the championship game against the Patriots, he had two turnovers. He Rodney did. Harrison picked one and took it to the house on a little stick route to the tight end. Yep. Okay. So that, can, can, he continue, can he continue to avoid the costly turnover in the championship game that he's done in the wild card in the divisional okay. round? Can he? Now he's not at home anymore. And on the road, I believe he will turn back into a Mr. Irrelevant pumpkin. You hoping. Yep. You hoping. I, I just and, and now I don't like the 49ers because Kittle's getting under my skin. Why are you getting under his skin? Well, he was just looking at the camera. mugging for the camera. Yeah, he's like, hey, oh, how y'all doing? Oh, oh, yeah! You know, stop it. That's what y'all do. Just stop it. I mean, you know, the Cowboys, when we y'all don't do, do something. That. We don't do that. Oh, every, every time CD catch a pass. Do what CD do every time he catch a pass. Well, that's that's Michael Irvin S. Yeah, I'm just saying, so, okay. okay. Right, you looking at the camera. We got to leave it there. <laughs> See me up there, Michael Mr. Michael Irvin Drone? isn't playing for a Super Bowl yeah. anymore. We no, gotta move on. Cowboys aren't either. Josh Allen and Stevon Diggs, guys, neither are the Bills. Did they lose all their chemistry, Shannon? Wow. I got to get your take on this one on the other side of this break. Partway through the fourth quarter yesterday, the Bills failed to convert on fourth down. Stephon Diggs not holding back. He let Josh Allen know on the sideline that, hey, I was open. After the game, Diggs reportedly left the locker room early. No talking to media for him. Frustrations for sure. Shannon, what's your reaction to this? Just own it. I mean, you know, Stephon, he's, he's he's a great receiver. 
very talented. Um, but just only you can't keep saying I'm him when things go good and when things go bad, run away from your responsibility of talking to the media. Now, if he had 10 catches for 142 yards and two touchdowns, Skip, and they won the game, you think he's sticking around and talking? Just own it. It happens. Don't show your quarterback up because you don't want, wouldn't want your quarterback showing you up. We're, we're, we're all human. We try to do the best we possibly can. And sometimes we don't have our finest hour, our best moment. But you own that and say, yeah. you know what? I'll be better. You think Josh Allen went to that game and said, man, I ain't getting him no targets. My best receiver going to the Pro Bowl again, I ain't going to give him no targets. I don't want to throw in the ball. I don't want to win this game. Mm. Knowing that Stephon Diggs greatly increases the Buffalo Bill chances of winning this ball game. Yep. They weren't able to connect, Skip. It happens. It's not the first. It won't be the last time. But, Stephon, just answer the music. Just go talk and, care and say, hey, today me and Josh couldn't get on the same page. Mm. Give the Cincinnati Bengals their credit. They had a great game plan. They did a great job of disrupting our timing, and they won the ball game. Best of luck moving forward against Kansas City. And that's how you got to do it, Skip. That's, that's all you got to do. I hear you. I cannot defend this behavior. But I'm here to say I have some sympathy for Stefan Diggs and what he went through. And the one emotion that he showed last night was, was something my team did not show in San Francisco, and that was anger. That was, that was spillover frustration. And I didn't get any of that from any of my players. I think they were happy to be there and happy that, that they just hung in and hung on and, and, and were respectable yesterday yeah. and, and made the score respectable. But in this case, he lost it. He went T.O. on Josh Allen because I was there that day in Minneapolis and T.O. just stormed up and down the sidelines at Greg Knapp, who was sitting on right. the bench. That's how Randy went off. Yeah, he went off on him and just, <laughs> just made him eat it right there before the world to watch because it was a big national right. TV game. Right. And Greg Knapp was the offensive coordinator. And you got who you got on the other side? You got Jamar Chase. You, <laughs> you got, got him on the other I, side. I, I, you and you right. got Diggs. You, and that's why, hey, Skip. You know what? To, I got it. Tell Bill Romanowski, don't you let Gonzo show me up. I don't you it. let these guys come in my building and show me up. Okay, I got that. But, again, I don't know if Diggs buys completely into Josh, even though he is praised, you know. Skip, he got three Pro Bowls. Okay, I, I got He's it. He's thought of as one of the top receivers in the league. Yesterday he had the lowest catch uh, percentage of his three seasons in Buffalo. Yeah. Second half, he caught one ball for eight yards. The problem with Josh Allen, he's overrated in one capacity. He does not see the field well. He, he has no burrow in him where he can pick you to pieces. And if Diggs keeps getting open, as Jamar did, he will get him the football. Right. Because sometimes he ducks and runs too quickly. He, he's a highlight waiting to happen. But I think, Skip, you look at the offense, mm -hmm. there's a lot of three-step drops in Cincinnati's offense. Mm -hmm. Mainly it's five-step drops in Buffalo's offense because they're trying to push the ball down the field. Or seven-step Yeah, drops. they're trying to get chunk plays. Yep. But hold on, Stephon, when that man is giving you 15, 14, 15 targets, where your hands up? No. Okay, bro, he had a bad game. Yeah. It was off. There was, the connection wasn't there. But you can't do your quarterback you, you like that. You can't just show him up. And to Josh's <laughs> He just kept looking at his tablet. Credit, he just stood, he, he wouldn't even look up. Look at he tablet, never even uh, looked up and said a word to him, right? Yeah. And then what, what I can't abide is after the game, you do have to stay. And, yeah. And own. You wore that nice. You wore yeah. the outfit. Yeah. When you wear the outfield, you come out there futuristic. And then, then looking like yeah. the, looking like the Neptunes. Hey, no, nah, stand there and face that the music. True. And unfortunately, when you don't, your teammates started with Cole Beasley. They have to speak for you. And okay. what, I, what one thing I said about my actions on Friday? Yep. I said now people got to answer what happened to Shannon. Yep. What 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 do you think went going on with Shannon? Not Cole Beasley. Not everybody else have to answer for your actions. I got it. When you you grown, answer for your own actions.
Well said. Indeed. Indeed. And very well said at the top of the show, Shannon, as well. Thank you. Agreed. All right. Speaking of the Lakers, how impressive was that oh, comeback God. versus the Blazers? Play? Let's get into the X's and O's when we come back here on FS1. All right, speaking of good shows, the Lakers down 25 points at halftime to the Blazers. Then they outscored Portland 75-41 in the second half. They get the W, 121-112. to Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how impressive was this? Yeah, you know, Barry, coming up that strong performance on, Monday, on Friday night, mm. snapped a 10-game winning streak, mm-hmm. and then went there down 25, and go said, get in here. We're not losing on three. One, two, three, we're not losing. Really? And they came out and dropped the ham on them. Huh. You saw TB? TB got back to being TB. He did. Thomas Bryant. Yeah. Who knew? L- Go James, Go James. Huh. Truder, been Good. unbelievable last two games. W- w- wait a second. Go James in the fourth quarter was, he took one shot and made only one shot? That's all we need. How well, many free throws? What about free throws? How about Pat Bev on Dame time? What about Dame time? He did a wait, great wait, job he's, making he's it tough out on him. Out of time. Make, wait, making it tough on him. Wait, Dame was 0 Five. for 4 and 0 for 3 from 3 in the fourth quarter. You, you, you came up goose eggs? 5 or 17. I thought you were Dame time. 3 or 13. That's huh. Pat Bev. Huh. That's Pat Bev. So LeBron does have a bunch of help. Thomas Bryant, <laughs> Schroeder, <laughs> Pat Bev. The, the thing is, Skip, if, you, if you're going to tell me they're going to play like this, they're going to be consistent like this yeah. all Mm. Well, then we we good. Cause well, we got we got that six ten and a half guy coming back soon. And you finally got a closer, Schroeder. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Skip. You know, go Jay. You see what he did. Mm. I, I 37, 37, 11 and four. He's really good for three quarters. Thank you. <laughs> we are out of time, gentlemen. Awesome show today. So much to unpack. We'll be back tomorrow morning. 